2: From Blue Wire Studios today, so you're ready for the August premiere. The mics Check are
3: hot. Vibe with the <clears throat> podcast episode. What number of
1: episode is it? Thirty-seven. Damn. Accuracy is now alive. We'll get going here in a minute. Our our starts are have been a little too slow. Bang, we laugh. Tweeted it out. Tagged you. <laughs> it's a fantastic show, brothers. Ben, appreciate I'm you down, being bro. here uh, producing once again. No problem. Much love, my guy. Well, let a couple <laughs> people load in here, and we We shall begin. Yeah, dude, I'm. uh I thought I had COVID last week. I was worried.
4: <laughs> yeah, honestly, when you text me, I was like, "Damn, I hope you're okay, bro." we was, never
1: actually Oh, go ahead. What's up, John? We never actually told people why we canceled, huh? Uh, I was just, I just said I was sick, because um, <laughs> I didn't want. I just said I wasn't feeling well because I don't want people to be like, "Nameless has COVID." Reddit, like, so.
4: Hey, um, were you Were you trolling or were you being safe, Or You're or you're going out and about, so you're paranoid.
1: No, I've been, I was, like, my neighbor had COVID, so I was worried. Oh, shit. Like, the, like, literally walk out of my door, across the door, like, yeah. that that apartment had, they
4: had. Someone in our building got it, like, right when, like, uh, around the time when quarantine got, like, super serious. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't tell us, like, what floor it was on or anything. I was like, yo, like, I'm never going outside. I'm scared, dude.
1: Cause the whole time. <laughs> where you're at is crazy, because you guys are in, you know, without giving your precise location, you're in, like, town <laughs> yeah. downtown.
4: Yeah. So, it's it's wild over there. How are things now? How's everything? Um it's been it's been super calm and chill, to be honest. It hasn't been like in the beginning it was dead. Like when you look outside it was actually kinda of crazy to see because uh normally you see a city hustle, bustle, you know, swarms of people everywhere. Right when the quarantine started, like you would look out and it was just dead. Yeah. And now it's kinda of like getting back to some more hustle and bustle, but everyone around here is pretty masked up and like taking good precautions. What well, was it like, you know, joining uh, the New York squad, moving to New York, and be
1: like, "Yo, I'm about to live, you know, in NYC." Because you're from Cali, your whole life, born and raised Cali, yeah, like in the burbs too. A lot different. <laughs> you spend like, I don't know how many months you spent being able to enjoy, you know, New York, and then bang, quarantine hits, bro, and you're just in this nice apartment
4: up there in high rise, trapped, can't do shit. How is how's how was how that transition? I mean, it kind of sucked because once I knew I was joining the New York team, I like romanticized the experience in my head like crazy. I was like, yo, I'm going go to NYC. It's going to be fucking lit. Like, yeah. it's going to be so dope. And then we got here and it was kind of mostly just like business. Like we were grinding in the beginning of the You know, everyone's putting in overtime hours. You're traveling too. We did, yeah, and we were traveling a bunch, so I didn't get to do like too much like sick NYC stuff. And then right after that, COVID hit and I was like, damn, Like, I really moved all the way out here and didn't even get to really experience like nyc the way i expected to damn what were like some of the things that you were like
1: uh hoping for from nyc like just being able to restaurants bars like
4: yeah like all the amazing food everyone talks about nyc just all like going out at nyc everyone says like a dope experience all the food like just yeah. going around the, the city like seeing everything you know that every, nyc has so much to offer and uh i wanted to just experience all of it but while i could yeah, I feel
3: that so much because I was on the East Coast for like the last couple of years, Ohio last year basically for the pro league, and then I moved back to L.A. and then it's like, let's get it popping, baby. I'm back. Yeah, actually, exactly. Like, I'm, from, I'm from the burbs, like Lamar. I actually don't live very far from where Lamar lives in Cali. So then I was actually living in the heart of the city. I'm like, let's get it popping.
2: Ah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you
3: guys are yeah. into
1: like the hot zones, like the trap zones. Like at least things are still <laughs> open here. You know, they're doing like outdoor stand up shows and stuff where I'm at. Really? So you can still safely enjoy yourself. They're pretty smart about it. So, but yeah, that's tough. I, I know after you guys win, what did you guys do after you won?
4: The tournament, Um, what was your celebration? After we we won, we literally, all we did was like, we ordered like a good Italian restaurant and just went to our rooftop of our building and just like, (laughs) chilled up on the rooftop, had dinner up there. Like, it's pretty dope up there. You know, we have a nice view of the city and everything. It's like super sick, the view. So we just had dinner up there. We didn't actually, you know, get to go out to like a nice like restaurant and chill and whatever, but we did what we could. Yeah. I feel like it was like a tough, uh, like a huge
1: um, opportunity to make sick content for you guys being in New York like a COD team all living in like downtown NYC you guys could have made yeah, so many exactly. cool videos and stuff and then yeah.
4: quarantine hits you guys haven't been able to do anything but hey I'm telling you bro the thoughts in my head I was like yo I can't wait to go to NYC it's gonna be so <laughs> lit like oh my god I'm gonna be I'm freaking gonna be going nuts. I'm gonna go turn up it's gonna be crazy yeah. and then yeah <laughs> and then quarantine it. you guys all still like
1: hanging out and stuff though like uh, to stay sane obviously because you don't have your families and stuff near you but you guys <laughs> yeah (laughs) all right
4: yeah we we chill like not that much but a decent amount just randomly we'll go to the rooftop or like do stuff like that just eat up there have lunch or whatever but that's about it
1: so that leads me to my next question then like what does lamar do for fun now that you're in quarantine (laughs) in in one of the (laughs) toughest places during this because new york's got hit hard
4: what do you do for fun man like how do you unwind uh i've become a master of netflix I thought you were going to say something way different. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, basically, for the most part, what it's been is we, me and Dylan have been on a pretty good schedule. Like, uh, New York had a thing with Nike going on where they had, like, a trainer before quarantine. We are going to the Nike HQ and uh, working out over there, like, a few times a week. That's cool. But now, because that. we're quarantined, uh, we just get on Zoom with him. He, you know, gives us, like, lessons, whatever. He trains us. And we work out, chill, scrim i honestly try to play as much COD as possible now because I got bored of Netflix, but there's literally nothing to do besides just play the game, try to get some workout in at the crib, Damn, and, dude, watch Netflix. You don't <laughs> feel like... You say, the- you, say, uh, you say that, but I see, like...
3: Sorry to like, switch lanes, but you say, like, there's nothing to do but sit around and basically play games, watch Netflix, but every night, I see on Twitter, like, people struggling to actually get... Tens popping like bro. I mean, with
4: so many Don't people started on that, I'd be begging people. I'm like trying <laughs> to get started for four hours, like recruiting people. With this that losing my mind. It's so hard to get tens for some reason. What are that? What is everybody doing? Like you guys all like obviously you guys like you probably can't
1: even imagine what other people are doing because you, you're just like. There's nothing else to do, right? So, yeah, like, so what the are hell doing? are
4: they doing? No way you're going outside. Like,
1: <laughs> there's No way you're going outside. Like, come on, man. Just get on the toilet. Let's play some tennis. I will say it's probably a bit different in certain places, though. Like, if there was an Ohio team, like, they'd be able to go do stuff. Like, you can go to a restaurant and stuff like that. You know, so it's probably a
4: bit different for some of, the, some of the teams. There's a couple places here that are, like, open with, like, outdoor seating and this and that. But to be honest, like, I've been in the quarantine so long that it's, like, I already already messed everything up for so long, like, being stuck here. I'm not going to risk catching it now, five months later, four months later, or whatever it is, because I want to go to a restaurant and, like, or do whatever. Like, I'll just stick it through until I feel safe. That's, like, my perspective on it. Oh, that's good. So, but how has it been hard to find 10s with champs
1: coming up? That doesn't make sense to me. That's never um, happened before. It usually kicks back up right I before th- champs.
4: I think it's just the culmination of people uh, – being a little frustrated with uh, the game they're playing. <laughs> so that, and then I can't even put my hand on it. People would be playing Warzone still and just doing that stuff instead of playing 10s. Wow.
1: Warzone is like taking a dip off the deep end. So I'm surprised that people are actually really enjoying that over like playing 10s and stuff right now. I guess well, that says it well. makes
3: sense from their perspective, right? Because they like, you wake up and play Warzone. They wake up and scrim is like a break from what they're used to.
1: You I don't know what I would – I, I don't know. All day. I think I'd rather get slide canceled by shots than get Bruin 10 times in a row. I'm not sure. <laughs> like those are pretty – I don't know,
4: bro. That's like I guess, <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure?
1: You're playing with fire either way there, dude. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So let's talk about, you know, beginning of the season, you know, briefly address that because every episode we kind of go through a walkthrough of the beginning of the season, you know, or the off-season yeah. as well. So talk me through, like, uh, off-season, your plans,
4: and how the year started and how the team formed. Um, so around the off-season, I mean, New York recruited Bobble and JP. Like They were, like, signed super early to New York. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, you know, Bobble was obviously my coach previously on EG. Mm-hmm. And he uh, – I knew I wanted to play in New York. I either wanted to play in New York or I wanted to play in L.A. Like, that was one of the two options that I wanted to play for so I wanted to be somewhere dope, and I planned to move wherever like I played for. So I wanted to be in a dope city. So when Bobble got that, he you know he was doing some roster formation. He hit me up. He's like, "Yo, like, would you be interested in joining? Whatever, whatever." I was like, "Of course! Like, yeah. I would love to play in New York." So that came about, and then obviously, you were the first, at that point, sorry, you were
1: the, you were first, the first pickup, right? right
4: uh, I was the first pickup in the whole league, actually. But that's crazy. It, it about was it. never. Uh, so the first official contract approved in the whole CDO? so were you extreme i I remember talking to you
1: through all of this actually uh when you were like making a decision and stuff i don't remember what number you agreed to but i remember a number that you. i'm not gonna we don't have to say the number but i remember the number (laughs) that you wanted being the first person could either be like really good or really bad like now knowing what everybody got are you still very happy with what you with what you got
4: Uh, I'm definitely satisfied. I'm great. I'm happy to be the first person with the number that I got. Like, it was a pretty easy process. You know, there was no, like, issues. That's good. Obviously, there's some outliers that later on after that had some (laughs) leverage being later on to sign or whatever's going on. But besides that, I think I got, like, I'm very satisfied with what I have. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's smart anyways because we we
3: already know that greed – Definitely can kill John. Hold on, exactly. let's talk about this. this real
1: quick with Lamar because he omitted oh. like, this conversation We, we uh, us three, and Looney, and one other person. I forget who else was there, but there was one other person. I Think it might have been Temp. We were all on a call, and Lamar was like, "Yo, Aunt John, I just got offered this by New York." I was like, oh. "But I don't oh, yeah, know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, was, he was like, <laughs> "I don't know if I'm going to accept it." And then, we're, and then John was like, eh, "Listen, cut the bullshit. What number is it?" And then he like said it, and me and John were like motherfucker just accept it and he's like i want this he he was he was like but i want this and it was like 6.5 thousand dollars more than the other one and i was like dude like come on now and i remember you said you called your dad and your dad was like son are you an idiot
4: yeah he said he was like bro like He's like, bro, stop tripping on any of these small numbers. Just fucking sign the damn thing. Stop stressing. Be I'll done like, with it and I'll move like, on. Sign in blood right now. And he's like what? <laughs>
1: yeah, sign that's hilarious.
4: Yeah, I just think it's funny that you called your dad,
1: who like yeah. doesn't know the economy of cod, just to get his opinion. It's like you knew already, and
4: you just wanted to hear it from your dad. Yeah, I mean, to, bro, coming into it like I was a free agent. I think like I was one of the only people that was actually a free agent. Yeah. So, I was like, damn, like. I'm in a moment where you know Call of Duty's changing, the leagues changing, there's new franchises coming, and all of that. Like, and I'm coming in as a free agent. I want to make sure that I like I take advantage of this opportunity because it's yeah. it was very rare in that scene to come in as a free agent. I feel like everyone had a buyout. Yeah, well, you yeah you were like a looking back at it, you're a pretty
1: high profile pick because of that reason. Like being such a talented player and also being a free agent is was really valuable coming into the league
4: yeah I got blessed eg took amazing care of me and I'll always be grateful to Tawi for the way he handled that situation uh yeah. he blessed me because eg as an org had an opportunity to very like to take advantage of me heavily but Tawi blessed me and made sure I was in like, a great position
1: i feel like you landed in like a really good spot in terms of like not mm-hmm. really having the risk of uh, getting dropped for like a, a dumb reason, like one teammate doesn't like you, etc. Like you got into a good situation because there's a lot of teams you could have been on where, like, if they were underperforming, they could have easily been like, "Let's try a new player. Let's swap this player out." Does that ever did that ever like cross your mind too? Like, well, uh, this is why I'm
4: going with New York because I know like they're gonna take care of me and I won't be at risk to get like dropped for any dumb reasons. I mean, of course, when you're building your team, you never want to build a team that has uh, issues where the the roster changes have to become like non-game related. If you, Whenever you have a team with those type of issues, it's going to obviously, like you said, uh, affect roster changes to where someone gets dropped because of something outside of the game personality or whatever. Or also, it bleeds over to the game. So when you have those issues outside the game, it just makes your team worse internally anyways. So I definitely want to avoid all of that under any circumstance. And you do that by getting what? You're, like, you're basically
3: your best friend in gaming on the team with you and Attach. Was he like the he first guy you did. went to? No, yeah. yeah, and he's also very good, obviously. And he was on the yeah. team with EG. Is he yeah. was he the next guy that you guys signed,
4: or how did that uh, go? Yeah, I basically told Bobble and New York like I'm playing with Dylan no matter what coming into the year. Like that's who I want to play with. So talk to him, figure out his contract, and get him signed. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. That's, that's crazy. That's awesome. He should.
3: He
1: could have looked out for you like that back in the day, like when he was on Yeah. <laughs> <bro. laughs> <laughs> And then uh and then you guys went and you picked up the other players. I know it was really stressful getting Donnie, right? Like that was kind of a tough situation. How'd that go? Hmm. cuz I mean, <laughs> what can I say? I mean, yeah. but, but like what's secret about? It? I mean, he was on, you know, Ultra and then they were holding him for a bit and then it was like a fight and then you guys Yeah, ended so up basically
4: him out? Yeah, yeah. So that's basically the way the circumstances were. I mean, he was on Splice. Obviously, last year, Donnie was one of the best players in the game. That's undoubted in yeah. anyone's mind. So coming into this year, you know, the teams that had a team last year and also had a franchise spot this year, they had the option to sign or match any offers that their players got to keep them for the franchise year. So at that moment... um the splice camp was obviously blown up into bits. Kyler went back to Envy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to Jurd. Uh, who else was on the Team Yuli? Yuli got dropped, like, or whatever happened. And uh, at that moment, I think they realized, like, wait, like maybe we can't let Donny go because you know a bunch of players from their team are also gone. So we kind of got paranoid for sure. Like, yo, if they keep Donny, like, this is gonna be an what issue. What are their options? <laughs> I I didn't even honestly I didn't even think of other options because I was like bro like, I don't know what's going on y'all gotta figure it out like you gotta figure it out and I also knew that I mean I don't want to talk about other people's business but I kind of knew you know from my third sense uh, that I didn't think that splice would really really try to like forcefully keep Donnie so we, we knew along like because Donnie wanted to come here also if he put pressure on his side and we put pressure on our side that the deal would end up going through. Wait, like,
1: hold on. Now that I think about it, your guys' other option was Doug sensor Martin. Like if he you, you didn't get Don, it uh, was gonna oh be What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well you know we're gonna talk about that at some point too, uh, but we'll get to uh, that later on. <laughs> he said, So what oh, made shit. you what, what made <laughs> you want to go back to to Donnie after what happened the
3: year previous on Spice? If you guys don't know, actually teamed with, with Donnie on Spice and then ended up getting dropped, that's why he ended up on EG. What made you want to go back to teaming with Donny out of that whole situation?
4: Um, well, one, I knew that Donny was an amazing player and everyone in the community has been on his case about not winning or whatever it was, but because I teamed with him, I knew what he brought to the table as a teammate, you know, in the game, in the matches, and also, like, just his talent level. So, one, through that whole splice thing, I had bad blood with everybody on the team but Donny. Like, I hated everyone at the time when I got <laughs> dropped but Donnie. So I was like, forget all these fools. Like, I don't care about any of them. They all suck. I just want to play with Donnie. And I was down to run it back with him because I knew if me and him teamed together again under better circumstances with other pieces around us, when not all that outside game drama bullshit going on, yeah. uh, we can make something happen.
1: Yeah. Um, we're breezing through sort of the team stuff. So, uh, so let's breeze through it some more. With the Zero decision, I feel like you guys never really came out on social media and said exactly the reason why um, you guys released Zero. You kind of just got rid of them. Yeah. Let's, get, let's bring in Mac, speed up our team. What was like the reason um, uh, the weeks leading up to it? Like how was it handled? What was the reason? Why would you guys do that?
4: Um, so it's no like – it's no secret that – Trey's more comfortable with the AR than he is with the sub. And at that moment in the game, to be honest, I think we made a mistake because at that moment in the game, it was a four sub meta, but Florida showed that even with all that same meta going on, you could still run two ARs and be like impactful. So I think our initial mistake was trying to use that four sub meta for our team when we could have done what Florida did and did that double AR stuff and been as successful as them or like try to replicate that earlier in the season. So because we didn't do that and we put him on a sub role, he's obviously naturally uh, uncomfortable. And, you know, he wasn't in a position to be the best player he could possibly be. Like, it was just bad circumstance the way the meta played out for this game, you know? And this also isn't like a game where it's like a normal sub player. Like, you literally have to be cracked. And that's the only way to play. Like, it's not like you're being super methodical and this and that. It's like, you better just be fucking twisted, you know? Yeah, I think that's
3: kind of what, like, hurt me a little bit. But also, to be fair on your guys' decision, like, at the time, it's it's hard to be the first team to do something like that, to, like, switch up the meta and be the 2AR team. And it's also hard to be, like to do it so early like you have to learn the game first and I feel before yeah, like to exactly. into the game before they ever before they made that change and knew how to play everyone knew how to play and whatnot yeah yeah that's true
4: like oh, when right. you don't know how to play it's easier to be successful with just more chaos so like four right. subs if you don't know what's going on how to play the game perfectly you just gives you more opportunity to make mistakes and do whatever because it's just you know more funny. you win a couple more gunfights and you save the situation
1: all right well now we got through all that stuff uh, I want to talk sort of about this year first year of CDL um, and how it's been for you so like out the gates like we have launch weekend we have a couple few events um or like your initial impressions from like uh the first events the launch of the cdo
4: everything that was going on um what were your initial imp- impressions of all, all right that? so the first impressions like going to minnesota i'm not gonna lie i was kind of skeptical i was like damn first tournament yeah uh in minnesota in the middle of winter like <laughs> gonna be kind of hectic like i don't know how many people are going to be here what's going to go what's going to be going on and then we showed up and uh, I saw the crowd for like the good, ma- the good matches for the weekend. Like when I saw the crowd, I was like, damn, that's kind of dope. Like there's a good amount of people here in a like, location that I didn't think many people would show up to. And it was also super, super dope to see how like ride or die they were for that Minnesota team off the bat, like first tournament of the year before anyone so knew cool. the team was even good. Yeah. Like, no one even knew the team was good. No one, no one expected anything, whatever it was. And they were just showing up riding for their team. And that was dope. Love I about. thought that same. Everything
3: about that, that was so cool, like, I had to, to jump on what he was saying. Like, to show up to Minnesota when it was, like, 12 degrees or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. I was, I was freezing. Yeah, was it was so super cool. cool. <laughs> 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 Wait, I I mean, To see, like, the crowd actually go crazy for R X. speaking of which, we'll bring that up later. Yeah. But, but it's like to go crazy for GodRx when knowing no damn well no one's ever gone crazy for GodRx <laughs> outside of his girlfriend or something. It's like... <laughs> To actually
1: see that happen in person was, was pretty dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, and dude, I, like, I had people wow. legitimately saying, cool. let's uh, walk back to the hotel. I was like, Psh what i'm ubering for <laughs> sure it's, yeah, it's ice not. in the ground it's freezing like i don't Even care if it's four blocks, blocks. I'm, I'm like
3: yeah okay <laughs> I was yeah. Like,
1: yeah see y'all at the <laughs> hotel bro I'm like, the uber <laughs> expense I had, a, I had a tito soda in my hand by the time they walked in with their
4: scarves i was like let's try my yeah no no nah, nah, that should, was um, I, w- I wish i wish we had more lands in like doper moments before obviously the quarantine and stuff started like if we could have had like yeah, man. another London event or that like more LA tournaments just like the Miami stuff like Atlanta that was venue too
1: Atlanta's venue was sick yeah I, I didn't it. get to go to that you tournament to yeah that yeah. venue was sick um so which ones did you go to uh you went to, I went to
4: LA Minnesota London LA mm-hmm. and that's it I think mm. what was your favorite out of the three um I mean, biasly LA, because I got to stay home for a bit to see my family, but as an experience for the tournament, London, for sure. Like, the crowd in London's always amazing. Like <laughs> London they, they show they're undefeated, bro. bro. The they show you, up with bro. the passion, and that's one thing I always respect, like, the European crowds for is like, they have the passion and they care about the game or whatever, and they show it. But in America, for some reason, that's not like a thing. Like, if you show your excitement, people look down upon it. Like, Dude, oh, you're weird. Like, you think like, that's what are cool? You like, for? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, Yo, we paid money to be here. They're You're just, just all trying here. to act. <laughs> yeah.
1: A lot of them are trying to act too cool, man. That's, that's exactly the way I described a lot of the or U.S. fans when we're at like an Anaheim event or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. trying to act too cool, man. Like, get into it. It makes it way more fun.
3: No,
4: you know what's way, way more fun? Way a lot of
3: people fun. said. A lot of people said it's because of the alcohol that they're allowed to serve in the European events. At the American events recently, there was alcohol, like, in the Minnesota event, there, there was literally, I've never seen it, wall-to-wall alcohol. Oh, yeah, on each side, it yeah. was
1: wall-to-wall. It all,
3: literally wall-to-wall, I can't make it up. Like, I've never seen this much alcohol in my life. Yeah, that's true. Wall-to-wall, that's true. and people were drinking, and it still wasn't, like, the European event. No, so it's, it's, just not a, a, it's not
4: an alcohol it's thing. It's not a alcohol It's thing. just, like, a culture thing. It's a culture yeah. thing, 100%. It's like one gigantic
1: crazy family. Is what it's like. Yeah,
4: and I never get it because it's like, bro, like you paid whatever amount of money to be in here and watch the matches. Why you like you don't care about the matches or you don't care about who's on the stage? Like, if you don't start yeah. fucking cheering and like do something, you know?
1: I think with a lot of old like COD or CWL events, it was mainly because it was like a lot of people there for not to really support the games <laughs> a lot of the times like you know there were a lot of fans and they would get loud but a lot of the other people would just be there just to hang out you know and that's, that's probably true. what that's played true. a big part
2: Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at a price you'd never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction. But every item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra $100 free bids upon sign-up. On top of their other discounts, go to deal and use the offer code prediction or deal-dash.fm slash prediction. That's D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F-M slash prediction. The reason
1: I ask about your initial impressions is because I was wondering, um, did it live up to your expectations? Like the, the launch of the CDO and everything? Because we've been playing COD forever and CDO comes out, we expect big things. Did it live up to your expectations initially?
4: Um... I mean, I knew coming into it that there was going to be, like, some growing pains with it. So my expectations were high, but also with the understanding that it's not going to come out the gate and just have, like, packed arenas of fans that are cheering for the home team right away. Like, those fan bases are going to need to be developed for the home teams to have that, like, home crowd advantage. But besides that, I think everything was dope and, like, they were doing the best that they could with the circumstances that everyone was in. Yeah. That's true.
3: And they did make that change early in the season. If you guys remember, early in the season, it was supposed to be like you showed up and just played like... One match or something. One match left. or whatever yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that could have affected things too, but then they switched to the tournament format. And I know that yeah, the CDL was, was really trying to work on things. And then unfortunately, of
4: course, this COVID situation happened for everyone. Yeah, it just year. out of hand. Like no one knew yeah. nothing about that. But right. the fact that they were able to change the format to what everyone wanted, like yeah, on such short notice, it kind of meant a lot to me personally because uh, you could see that, okay... They're open to making changes. They're open to doing what the communities, they're not just set in their ways of like any suit corporate ideas where it's like now nah, we think this is best, we should do this. But they actually responded to what we wanted. Well man, like yeah, I remember that first schedule, the twenty-eight weeks or whatever it was gonna put <laughs> Bro, me like, out of commission dude. I to- had like a schedule at one point where it was like fly from here to Paris, play one match, come back, <laughs> fly straight to Toronto, play like two matches. Come back three days later, fly to LA, play like another match. And I was like, yo, this is three weeks of travel. I played like four matches, and I'm flying continent, continent country across coast i was like damn bro people it's kept, bringing, much, up people kept yeah. bringing up the sports comparison
1: practice people kept bringing up the sports comparisons and i was like it's different dude they make millions and millions of dollars and millions of yeah. people watch those games so it's it's just a little bit different and the stakes are obviously a lot higher in like an nfl game than oh, it is yeah you kind of
3: pull game. up to a, you can pull up to anywhere and hop to a basketball court you can't pull anywhere and like pull up anywhere and just be a full
4: setup." For your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, we live the dream. Like I'm not here to sit here and complain and say, Oh, we I don't want to travel too much or whatever. Like the traveling is a dope part of what we do. But at a certain point it's like, yo, this is kinda gonna like mess with the not maybe not the effort, but like mess with the production of the team because when you're traveling that much in such short span you're losing so much practice time and this and that, and you're hopping match to match. Like you're not going to get a chance to like grow, you know, the message in the chat just killed me. Imagine flying across the country just to get seesawed in one match. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> damn, bro. Yo, um, you fly across the country and you get squad spawned off. Of the L. Oh I man. I love I love
3: this career. Like just esports love working it. in it it's so lucky. I used to complain, like, oh my god, dude, we gotta fly to Minnesota yeah. in January or whatever the hell that was. I would kill to fly to Minnesota right now, bro. Just to get back to land events and the environments and just everything. Just
1: kind of remember in general. There's, I would kill for it. there's so many people who would instantly take your position at any moment. So you got to be like, yeah, I got to, got to just take, take what's yeah, thrown no, at me I'm and make the best out of it. it um, but always how do you careful. think that, uh, the CD, CDL, you know, going to online, um, when that news was broken to you, you obviously kind of happy that we were still going to be able to compete, right? Or yeah. would you have rather it stopped? Because I saw a lot of people who really would have been happy if we stopped the season and, you know, moved to next year. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, switching to online? Um, think
4: I think stopping the season is just, uh, that's just not even an option. Like, that's not a really a thing. Like, that's just whatever. That Like, that's just pure anger and rage coming out over there. That's not even a real possibility. Um, but playing online obviously does suck because it comes with its disadvantages. But we're like you said, we're still grateful to be able to compete and play something. Like, that's still dope. I think that they could have come out with the online format with some better things. Like, uh, that's been already publicly talked about on Twitter. Like, you know, the server locations, this and that. If all of that stuff could have been... More prepared before the season was launched, so people didn't have all the complaints they had the first few tournaments. I think it would have been way better, and there'd have been way less backlash. Like building up and building up. How do you, do you know how it is for that? Though, man, like, like, you didn't know COVID Not was sure. hit. You
1: know, like, because- no,
4: no, you didn't know. We didn't know COVID was in it. So when COVID hit, if if I my memory is serving me correctly, we had like one month. We had like, make. yeah, we had like a month where obviously the events were canceled and they were figuring stuff out. Right. Mm-hmm. I personally think that should have been longer than a month and not the season shouldn't have been launched again online if these things weren't going to be sorted out yet unless obviously what we don't know is if they knew it was literally impossible to get it figured out until like many many months well
1: i don't even think we had it figured out you know for a while like completely i mean we had so many issues in the beginning but you know we just its kind of how god does it like we just figured it out you know like we yeah just no I mean- it's
4: We do figure it out, like, that is great and all, and I'm, like I said, I'm grateful and to be able to compete and still do our job. It just sucks that, you know, players' careers, players' reputations, players' efforts, like, can be altered and changed based on what the fans and the people see, like, through all of this. So, like, you could be playing, let's use, let's say Kenny, for example, bro. Kenny's an amazing player but he's getting put in some un you know unfavorable circumstances because of what was going on with all the servers and this and that. Now fans and people are just like oh Kenny fucking sucks. Yeah, but no, everyone knows that's not the case, but uh, his grind, his no, image, his reputation, you. whatever, it's like you know what I'm saying. Thing
1: to, Kenny, to Kenny, think about, but-
4: I mean, Kenny's a good uh,
3: I think Kenny's a little rough an example because Kenny is so dominant like in general, Kenny has nothing to worry about. All right, yeah, maybe I get what I mean, you're saying. I saying like there's there's like a different level of player like below Kenny.
4: That doesn't get that benefit right, of the doubt, and yeah, they're exactly. putting the work in to try to get that reputation, get that, you know, whatever they need to get, get that freaking. Like a God R X, for example. Yeah, there you go. He yeah, that. that's good. Um, exactly. should, we just, should we just tackle that
3: real quick, by the way? Because people are just going to keep asking about it all day.
1: Well, Omar, yeah, what would I, you be, do? Before, all right, let's go into it. I just wanted to hear what Lamar was going to say about uh, how the transition online's been. So, God R X is a better topic, so we'll we'll go back. We'll go into that. Go right. ahead. What would you, what want you me do? do? I mean, let me just let me
3: just lead it like this. What would okay. you do if you played the entire season and then you got dropped, literally on your neck at champ, like I'd right before champs? That. Like, what would you? What could you say? And like, what oh, would I, I the <laughs> right.
1: What would you? I think I'd go yeah. renegade, dude. I'd be. You do. I'd be breaking social distancing rules, bro. Um, I mean.
3: So after you sent off your like politically correct tweet, but like you did that, you
0: did that part. I'm really
4: though, man. I don't know how to. I don't even know how to handle it because like, damn, that's tough. Like you played the whole year grinding that out. You don't get to get chance. dropped before the biggest tournament. Like you don't. There's nothing. Realistically, you have two options, bro. Like, one, you you just go fucking rogue and just do something that's gonna like affect your career, or two, you just have to take it on the chin and hope like you get things figured out to where you're not getting you screwed out of prize money and whatever that is at least because you did put in the work all year before that tournament to like, get them to that Dude, position. You just no matter what happens with the prize money,
3: you're going to be salty. So what is the best possible thing that you think God got? Rex got uh, like in terms of percentage for the prize money? Like In my head, it's like, let's say he got 5%. If, if their team wins, and you're going to be sitting there like... <laughs> bro. They just not more. Yeah.
4: To eat. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> of, of course, of course, like there's nothing, there's nothing you can do to get rid of the saltiness. That saltiness is going to stay there forever until you get on a different team and you play them at a tournament and you fucking smoke them. That's when the saltiness will disappear a little bit. But before that, like you're just going to be mad about it the whole time. Here's the thing is like,
1: He would have to be a different type of person to be like next season starts back. You know what, boys, let's let's do it. You know, make a you know a rocker, let's make it work. Like if I'm him, (laughs) I would literally I would literally go I would would never trust those schools again. I would literally literally rocker management, get me the fuck off this team. And like (laughs) with all due respect, and I'm happy you guys made the decision you wanted to make, but get me the hell out of here. But and like for them, Roderick was their (laughs) best player on land. And going into the next year, they might want to keep a player like God or X, and he is going to be hell unhappy at least unless he's super. Unless he gets
3: the keys opponent. to the castle and he gets to do what he wants to do. There's no, there's no way that's going to happen. You don't drop someone before champs and then the next season give them the keys. Like it's that's never. True. I, I don't know what I would. I, I've teamed with some bad people going into champs, and I wouldn't even do that. Like that's some like. <laughs> that's the next level. And God was their best player going for, and it's, a, and it's more of an AR meta now. I don't know. I guess he's been struggling online, but I like, mean, it's just incredible. And it's not like they spent time scrimming with the other kid first. If you, if you look at their Twitters or whatever, we're doing great with exceed, but I feel like everyone says
4: that. The afterwards. thing about it is like, I'm, here to, I'm not going to sit up here. I'm not going to sit up here and like slander any other player, you know, yeah. but that whole perception that he's like their best player, or whatever it was, honestly feel like got kind of skewed by the CDL because, I feel like every time Minnesota was on stream for the last 3 months, the only thing that was talked about their team literally was man, Godorex MVP performance. You really got to get back to that Goderex MVP, Goderex MVP yeah. like that even though he wasn't performing at an MVP level anymore for like a good amount of time because of online or whatever the switch was. That that was all that was talked about. So that's all anyone thought about. Like, yeah, he's still their even best their player, like, pro, bro, yeah. he's their MVP, he's still their best player, but Whatever was going on within their team, scrims every day, matches, whatever. Like, I didn't, I never did do a deep dive into why they made their roster change, but they made a video. Were-
1: and what it was was that uh, he was just the slowest player on their team and he wasn't even their main AR. And I mean, that's why we all, we all know that's cap. Yeah. So that's, that's, what, <laughs> that, that, that was the video from their coaches that they released Lamar. So in the, in the deeper yeah. dive you're talking about, that's, that's basically uh, how they justified it. Um, but clearly, something was going wrong, so they needed to do something. Yeah,
4: exactly. Like we, it's easy for us from the outside perspective to jump in and like say whatever X, Y, Z. But in reality, they're the ones playing together every single day. There's no way they just made this decision out of a, well, like personality or whatever it was. Like they yeah, had yeah. to have felt like something was wrong. When I look at those players and that management, I don't see them just making like a change, like we talked about earlier, where like oh, people just aren't getting along. Oh fuck, this kid, drop him, yeah. whatever.
1: To be oh, clear, yeah. I actually That's don't disagree. True. I don't disagree right. with them making a change, um, even that one, because he's been underperforming. I just think that, as a player, if I was in that situation, I'd be fine.
3: Oh,
4: yeah, you're pissed. I hey, yeah, that people would people not are, play that, that next would season. Upset
1: me. Like, so other people have been dropped, and
3: they're not playing at Champs. but the fact that they get dropped him right, t- right before, they never even played with anyone else, Like it's something similar to what happened at Cheating, right? But at least that other, that, that optic team played yeah. with these guys at a tournament before. Like You know what I mean? It's just like, well, here we go. Let's see
4: see what happens with with exceed. When I actually see uh, Ben typing in the chat like uh, uh, stats wise, Godrex is the slowest Assault's Actually, one of the faster ARs this season. I mean, stats wise can mean whatever it is. Like I have like a whole another thought process on COD stats, but like you can't. No one is looking at engagements and saying you're fast or slow. Like, people just watch the game and watch you yeah, play, and they can tell if you're fast or slow. That's like, the if difference. Have more engagements is not like, oh, he's so fast. Look how many engagements he has. It's like you could just tell by the way someone plays if they're a fast player or a slow player. It's so it's a follow-up on Lamar's point. And that's why um, I get in a lot of arguments
1: with some fans who, like, Read a spreadsheet and they go, "You're actually wrong. This guy is in a ton of uh, engagements in the first three minutes of a map or yeah. whatever." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm watching a player play COD for years. Like, this motherfucker's slow or off the rip. This guy's not doing anything. Like, there's just a lot of there's a lot of dead time in the map on COD. And there will be like, for example, there will be maps where somebody's you know getting shit on the whole time, and then at the end of the game, like they get like eight nine kills and they look like they played fine. Um, yeah, and their statistics exactly. are, are completely altered. So like. It's about play- one, the players when they play against them, they know if a guy's slow or fast. And then also, you can kind of just tell by when you watch a team play who's slow and who's fast on the team. Exactly. So, stats don't, yeah, don't that's, paint the full dude, picture this, all the time. This, that's why I argue and say things that a lot of people don't agree with um, when it comes to fast and slow or how they it don't plays. play and they don't know. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> you can be playing someone and
3: every FPS pro has like that internal timing. And then they like go back to a certain spot and they get shot. And they're like, this guy's still there. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy's so slow. It doesn't matter. He could be 38, 38, but like, you're still like, Oh my, what are you still doing there? And then other yeah. are just, oh, here he goes, just in my face again, jumping at me. Like, you know that has nothing to do with the actual engagement numbers like that these guys play against them all the time they know who's slow and fast regardless that,
4: of what and that's why size. i have a have an issue with uh like cod stats in general because like cod is such a dynamic game where there's so much that goes into it there's so much that goes into the way the team performs the way the team plays the way situations play out that like blanketed statements of just stats and does not paint like even close to like remotely that perfect picture of what's actually going on like, that, you know, really is something that I wish we could uh, elaborate more on when when people are on stream or, like, just educate the fans more on that because it's such a dynamic game that you cannot just look at a stat and say, oh, this guy, this, that guy, this, this guy, that, like, there's yeah, a million things to go into well, it. And also,
1: um, yeah, it's because we're also having people who only play two matches at a tournament and then going their stats from the last tournament are this, you know what I mean? Which could be, yeah. they lose the series because of different reasons. It might not even be their fault. And then they look like they had like a point seven at the tournament, <laughs> you know, which yeah. is like a little bit skewed. And that's just how the nature of like COD broadcast works and how it has worked. And I do think there's a ton of room for improvement there uh, going forward. But yeah, that's, that's definitely changed, uh, you know, opinions on a lot of players um, since the beginning of the year. I mean, for, like, you brought up the rocker point. I hadn't even thought about that. We do talk about GodRx a lot. You know, you listen to a cast or you listen to Analyst second, yeah. like, talking about GodRx because it was the big story with with uh, with the rocker. But there's other things going on with that team. Uh, they probably could have made two changes realistically. Uh, it could have been GodRx and Sully. But I don't know who their other sub is. Was it Tiny? Uh,
4: yeah. yeah,
1: it was Tiny. Yeah, so like... <laughs> Could have could bring him in as well. They should have made a change when we talked about it. John what was it, like three months ago when they had an opportunity. Yeah, but I said that too. But it's it's
3: hard for them because they were so successful on land. But it was so clear how like instantly like, it, how how instantly like far they fell off. Yeah, like, no, you, it's you, a big.
4: What's up? Go ahead. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Then I'll say oh, my no, point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what's it, like. It's a moment where, like, I feel like a lot of people have it in their career, coaching career, whatever it is. Like, there's gonna be a moment where, like, you just can't be uh, like diluted anymore. Like, you can't just say we got worse because of online, or we got worse because of this. Like, you have to be able to actually do a deep dive and admit, like, okay, we got worse because these things are happening. To get ahead of it, like, if you don't do that, then you end up in a situation like this.
1: Yeah, they kind of let it hit them hard, dude, because they were actually pretty good on land. And everybody was talking about how they play the game the right way. They know what they're
4: doing. They look they like did. they the did play the team. game the right way at the beginning. They they did. You yeah, know, all my- but what I'm saying I is,
1: every, I'm saying is everybody I- was saying that. So everybody had taken notice. So they grew a lot of great pride in that they played it the right way. It kind of yeah. it, it grew on their team. And you could tell when you talk to them like, yeah, we're, we're doing the right thing. We just believe in each other. And then going to online, they started to not play well. And they're like, fuck, what are we doing wrong now? We're not doing anything wrong because we play the game on, the right way. The yeah. That is mean, when they were doing well on land, they were good online before the before the yeah, That's did. true
3: too. That's, that's what I'm true. saying. Like they were still good online. Like, yeah, yeah, like, online definitely yeah.
1: affected them yeah, chat. I, I can, I can go back
3: then. and Brian Saints tweets and pull out tweets like we split maps with Minnesota or with Atlanta when everyone was saying like Atlanta hasn't lost the map and whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Not against us. We've split yeah. maps. Like they were doing good online. And yeah, so, no, like, they were they were. <laughs> they didn't just fall off because of online it's just an easy obvious easy excuse to make and it's like a self-defense mechanism like you said instead of taking a deep dive into what you're doing
4: wrong actually exactly and when you don't like that that same thing happened to me like i literally had to talk about this other night with like danny and uh donnie and just a bunch of other players who were chilling team speak late night and we we're talking about the whole splice situation because i had that moment uh coming during black ops 4 like i finished my world war ii year had an insane year, came into Black Ops 4, had a like, really, really good first tournament. And then at that point, I just became delusional. I was like, I didn't <laughs> develop with the game. Like yeah. I was still playing on full four or five sensitivity, running an ICR and getting smoked for like that whole two months online uh, before the league because we didn't play at the PLQ. And I was like, nah, it's just online bullshit. Like I was smoking <laughs> these kids online. Like I'm gonna go, I don't give a fuck. And then I went to the league, played online, got smoked. And I was like, oh, (laughs) shit, it was not just online. Like, I just did not develop with the game. I was literally just deluded, you know? Wait, so
1: I really respect that because I know a lot of people who get caught in that and then they don't get out of it. And, you know, myself included, I was thinking like an AW that happened to me and affected me for like two years. I was like, dude, online shit is bullshit, bro. (laughs) because you know coming out of a good year it was like this is bullshit so for you to make that you know to realize that as fast as you did is actually
4: really impressive Uh, so and like that was one of the biggest regrets that I had for that year is that if I didn't let all that stuff get to my head and become deluded and egotistical and whatever all that was uh, I think that our splice team could have carried on differently than it did but that was like kind of the beginning of the downward spiral of that situation and uh, I learned from that I'll never let that happen again like I'm always conscious of it like is it really bullshit or am I doing something wrong to actually find out what's going on, you know? Yeah.
1: So switching topics, what are your thoughts on, I I think I saw it was like 10 of the 12 teams made it to a grand final this year. Something like that. (laughs) That's that's insane. Um, Half league one, correct? Half league actually has a chip. Yeah. Six, six out of 12 teams have a chip. So talk to me about like, do you think that, what factors played into that outside of online? um, Like, game things like what makes this game different for so many teams to be contending at different times of the year? Um what 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 is the issue with the game or what is the the
4: part of the game that makes it like that, you think? Um I think that's it's mostly squad spawns. Like you can never perfectly predict exactly how many of them spawned out, how many of them got a spawn or who you're spawning out or what's going on. Like Most of the time, unless you get like a perfect scenario where it's like blatantly obvious, easy read, uh, you won't be able to keep track of exactly like, okay, we last guy here, just push him. And then you like trade him out. But then there's one guy that got the squad spawn before he died that's like lurking in a random weird corner. And then like some crazy shit happens, you know? So I think that that is the biggest thing for the game. And then also, I think the format obviously contributes to it because not every team is at every tournament. And then coming into single a limb after bracket and this and that is, you know, can lead to some serious upsets and other people winning.
1: Well, talking about squad spawns a bit, like, you know, just with this game and like the developer support, I just wish that this year we had more support than we did. Like, I think, like I think why everybody has been so outspoken this year and so aggressive, really like pros, like obviously going online, didn't do uh, a lot of help for everybody's mental state but like the game as well like the developer i think with the cdl starting we just all had a lot of hope and and uh we held it in a lot of high regard like the developer would would uh fix some things and uh for you like what have been like the major things that you've wanted fixed since the beginning that haven't changed
4: um i think the since the beginning is the squad spawns but we quickly found out that that wasn't being fixed uh just weapon nerfs like the M four got nerfed a couple times in the beginning, which was good. It was needed because the M4 was insane. It still is insane. But the fact that it took nine months and people frying with the MP five in Warzone for it to get nerfed a little <laughs> bit, like that's not cool, you know? Like and it's still really, really good too. Yeah. And like, you know, some I think some bomb sites could have been moved around differently to make some of these S and D maps better and more like competitive and fair but that was never happened. We and had a uh, couple
1: of search uh, adjustments at the beginning of the year. Like for, I like, know, I think we only had like Petro one. Petro, yeah. The, you know what? That is spawn. crazy to think about,
3: yeah, dude. Petro, like, spawn was spawn, that's, spawn. that's what I meant. Spawn. Not the bomb. Sorry. Yeah,
4: man. man, this is wild. So like, to me, that's like, it just sucks being a player because everyone that knows me also is like, I truly care about the game. You know, I want the game to be in a good state. I want it to be a competitive game. I want it to be fun. I want it to be like reliable. So, having all these things that you really want and you're super passionate about it, and you want it to be like fair and good and competitive and everything like that. And you could see how easily it could get to that level or get even closer to that better game or whatever it is. And then it doesn't happen. Like it's kind of discouraging. So
1: for you, uh, you know, trying to figure out the best way to play the game as a team, um when did you guys realize like all right so this game is gonna be a bit different we can't exactly master uh, certain things like <laughs> we could in other games um and this is what we got to do so let's practice this like when
4: when did you guys uh sort of change like your practice um to be honest the most the biggest change happened when we got mac because at the beginning of the first few months it was kind of just like a moment of one trying to like first accept that this game is the way it is we to accept it and figure it out so that took some time two like the game's not changing so suck it up again and then three trying to learn what was different about it specifically like yeah yeah exactly what was different and we honestly didn't we had like feelings and this and that of it could be this it could be that and what to do
2: but you're trying to but play but the clearly, right way
4: still right yeah yeah but clearly like that wasn't correct because that's the way cod was for the last 10 years but like That's not the way this game is played. Like Those habits, those things that you learned that you usually apply to every COD stopped being applied now. It was completely different and we had to accept that. And that really helped. That really changed when we got Mac because he came in as an M, played this game as an M in the beginning, and they knew uh, the way MW was supposed to be played and like the way things worked in this game.
1: Or Lamar, they didn't know how the way COD was supposed to be played and it just Catering straight to their play style. He didn't, style. Think, he didn't <laughs> say COD though. He didn't say COD, he said MW. I did say MW. I
3: made sure. I made sure have a really interesting question, so but like, this is there. how you play this
1: game. Slide so in I, here for bitching. I have a really interesting question though. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know, John Lamar, you guys know how every year people go like, these guys are fucked next year. You know, like yeah. new game. Do you think next year, assuming like this is all, you know, predicated on the assumption that next year will be a COD where the spawns make sense, right? where everything, yeah. we don't doesn't make sense. Do you think that there will be, like, another major drop-off uh, in terms of players uh, individually mm-hmm. going into next year? Like how we uh, did with Ghost um, to AW, how that was such a shock, and how we had whoa. from last game into this year? Like, do you think that that'll that'll can be I, a thing? Can we say that first? Ghost to
4: AW. Is drastic. Hold on, bro. I just saw a comment in the chat that I have to address. This guy said, or Katsin is evolving and a new talent is coming. What does that even mean, bro? This okay. game is played, like, completely, like, That's everyone that plays mean, this game cool. will tell you that it's completely different, like... It's always a thing. Yeah, that has nothing to do with, like, what we're talking about, bro. Sorry, I had to see that, and I just, okay. like, lost... Nah, uh, I, I
3: know what you're saying, though, but it's, like, this game This game has gotten rid of some older... I, I'm not saying older in age, like, more seasoned yeah. pros. So, like, Looney's on the bench, j Caps on the bench. Surge is completely... And, enabled moment. on the bench. Of players. Yeah. All the Surge sucks, except for Sam, like, and I don't actually believe that they suck at COD. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just
4: saying at MW they're underperforming to their standards. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Next year yeah, like, though a lot of people fall off. Like Well, this know. is the thing is that those players that you mentioned specifically, like their natural traits that have that got them their amazing careers yeah. throughout all these other CODs, those traits that make them such good players, like aren't even like applicable to this game. Yeah. So off the rip, they're at a disadvantage because the things that made them good and great and impactful to their teams just aren't as impactful. And yo, Surge,
1: they're like hogging <laughs> those players. They're all on the Surge, dude. Like, top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. Dude, karma,
4: bro. Like, they're, they're just all there. So that was like, tough. If there's I mean. a trend. There's literally a trend of all the players that aren't, that got benched or whatever it was. It's literally all the methodical, smart thinking, like textbook type players that like break play the game down Yeah, that break the game down the proper way and this and that. That's literally the trend of players that got, you know, left behind this year or whatever it was because but then you look at those players history and all the other cods they have great results yeah they might not have been the best fucking players in the game they might not be on the best team in the game but they were good you know and their teams were good but then this year with all that stuff being removed they just suddenly like aren't good anymore like people think that they just stopped shooting straight that doesn't happen. You so, don't yeah. just randomly stop shooting. Let's straight. let's apply this directly to your teammate then, right?
3: I mean, mm-hmm. speak how I'm sure you have nothing but great thing to say about Mac. But Mac, I never heard of Mac before this year. Yeah. Have you? Honestly, nope. no. Right. So now and now he's one of the better players in the game in general. In my opinion, yeah. I don't know where you put him. I don't know how people rank anyone in this game, yeah. but like he's one of the better players in the game. Do you think that yeah. he'd have any problem transitioning? Let's say, by the way, let's let's just say it's 4v4 next year. Like, let's say things just go flip on his head just uh, randomly it's 44 next year and it's a game like a normal-ish cod game yeah game do you think he transitioned
4: just fine i think he would transition fine at first if you asked me like before i even got to play with him or talk to him or get to know who he was i'd be like nah no way these kids are just gonna magically learn how to play properly or whatever but after teaming with him and talking to him every day and whatever it is and like getting to know him i could tell that he's not just like a Like a player that just doesn't think when they play, like he actually can communicate really well. Like, he has good comms, he understands what's going on, he knows like the BS and MW. Like, he's very conscious of what's going on, it's not an accident. Like, his moves aren't accidental, it's very calculated. So, when someone has a good mind like that and they're also like a sponge, uh, I expect them to be able to carry their talent into the next game, you know. That's the
1: thing, once a lot of those players. Get onto a team of pro players, they can learn, right? And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Of. Yeah. So but but like going to the next game, if it is a, a good cod, I guess the question would be do you think you can just go to challengers and pick up two players and immediately be contestable no. pros? Like how Optic no. just picks up Draws and Hollow and they're immediately no. contesting pro teams. Like like those kids were great. Draws and hollow, Draza, amazing player. Hollow amazing player. Great at MW. I'm not hating on them at all, but I just find it bizarre that you can go to Challengers and just grab two people and immediately be competing with pro teams because if you look at any other COD from the last couple of years, you can't just go take two hams and immediately contend with pro teams. Like that's not that's not really happening, right? Um so yeah, that I guess that's my question. Do you think I, you I don't,
4: I don't that? think so. Like I mean be coming in? You're t- are you talking about like out of the blue, in between, like in the off season, or are you talking about during the season? If they could do that during the season, you could do that because you can obviously pick up like best one. A, a, yeah, you could pick yeah. up best AMs. Those Whoa. people will, they will be able to compete. But like Hold coming on. into the off season, if they're just randomly picking up AMs that were like good at the end of Hold this uh, game, people, or whatever, people are saying Black Ops Four Phase Academy. It's way different
1: with Simp. Than it is with, because Simp was already like, I don't know, Simp was already the truth. Yeah, like, he was look, already you like, like,
4: it's it's different with that, guys. Like, it's not. Simp flying like, me. Sim fried me and Pac-Man in a Black Ops Three GB tourney I was like, Yo, who I remember, remember that shit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I followed him. I followed him on Twitter. I was Like, Yo, I'm gonna pick this kid up, bro. I we literally him. got yeah. beat by one player. Like, yeah, his bio he was like 15 or something. I was like, Ah, Dude, I Sim, him. I, Like, like ah. we knew.
1: Like, playing Simp in SD terms, like we, like that was there was no hate on Simp Like, if anything, people were like low key kind of scared for him to turn 18. Like, no, there really, was
4: definitely some hate on him because the gas was like, Oh, he's gonna okay, come in and take yo, maybe and some, like, Yo, shut up, no way. But he actually did come over and do it. So it's like, damn. You should we knew. It you. Every, even if people are hating, they knew low-key that simple was going to be nasty. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone knew the kid was really good. Like, you can't take the cream of the crop, like, elite type person and be like, oh, look at him as an example. Same, course, with Cell- like Same with
1: Selium Like, we knew Selium was going to have, like, some struggles in the beginning. But how good he was online, like... You low key kind of knew he was gonna eventually.
3: Uh, yeah, really of if if those like, guys
1: that have been absolutely destroying since they started do not count,
3: like you just said. Yeah, taking the cream of the crop, taking the extreme of any example, it doesn't work. Just like if you took the exactly. negative
1: extreme, it's just so pointless to do. But if you take the media... median, thought cell so, was a cheater. What the hell are you talking about? And also, <laughs> hooch lolo, you are an idiot. That's I'm <laughs> he clearly doesn't didn't watch the the start
4: of that show, and the format of that show. Um Yes, bro, you guys. You just tell, bro. You, you can just understand. tell when you watch someone play. I like, do understand. Yo, this kid's gonna be disgusting. At that yeah. point, after you've watched them play and you see that they're really good, you know they're gonna be good. It comes down to their character. On, gonna dude. Listen,
1: I gotta say something real quick, Lamar, because the chat doesn't understand this. As like a pro player, like you, if they're not on your team, you get you gatekeep, right? Like you're like, nah, bro, this kid's a joke. I'm not, he's got to prove himself. It's like that yeah, in any nah, sport you have to, to prove yeah. yourself bro you get roasted <laughs> and then you prove yourself and then you gain the respect of your peers in any sport you all that always happens and with celium i never hated on celium i said that Immediately getting picked up by FaZe and getting what he got it did not. That didn't happen in COD prior to that. I remember this and I got a lot yeah. of hate, like old man yells at cloud, like type post <laughs> on Reddit. And I remember just thinking like, wow, they really just picked him up out of the blue because that had never happened before. Like what he got.
4: Yeah, that's definitely gates, not
1: a normal thing. Yeah, it's not normal as wow So, like, I, I just had to adjust that. In the chat. I mean, and like as like a, an older head or whatever, he came in and got body slam.
3: Let's not forget body like slam. When he first came in, he was getting absolutely mctucketed. He had like a point three in a series. I'm, and me and I were like, bro, if I ever did this, I would get absolutely fried to oblivion. People already yeah. fried my name to oblivion for no reason. But, like, if I had a point fucking four after a series, after a full series, you'd get tough to Tucked. bed. Yeah, but and then like, I was like, bad, ah, no. was a bad series. He'll get him next time. And he did get him next time. He, he proved himself for sure. But, like, for older players, for people like that, get absolutely... And <laughs> also, guys... Another- you would not have had another match with a face. Uh, like, is- look, anybody that's
4: super talented that comes in, that comes into the league, like, you, you, from watching them play, you could, you know, rate their ceiling or whatever you expect it is. You don't expect them to pull up and just absolutely obliterate everyone coming into a pro environment all of a sudden like Respect
1: them to prove themselves though
4: like, you're gonna, them gonna be an adjustment game. period like if you see the kid super talented he shows up to his first tournament and he does like all right like it's not the end of the world bro you know he's really good he just has to adjust to it which is what cell did like the first tournament he played like probably pretty good but like not cellium level then the next tournament he probably started playing a little better then by the third fourth tournament he started frying everyone and that's just the way it works right, john do you want to address
1: ben in the chat Ben Ben, Ben is the ultimate, like, phase
3: super uh, dick no, rider, no right? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: like, he's a fucking dick rider. So, anything you say about him, he's like, no, dude, he came in and dropped the bomb. Like, I, first of all, we just got through saying how good we think Sullyam is, right? Did we not all what do you say <laughs> that? Like, Sullyam's a fucking beast. But, the fact but turned, bro. If you drop a point fucking four in a series, if nameless went to a series and dropped a point four, fried, he's not bro. playing another series with that team unless there's another series that weekend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's <They ain't> never <laughs> playing again. Yeah, and perfect.
3: even that series next weekend, his teammates are like, you better drop a like, 1.6. <laughs> like, a point four is atrocious. Ben's like he only did that in one series though like what you don't get other cho- you don't get chances like that unless uh, you're a or- little finger that you put <laughs> <laughs> unless you either prove to be absolutely disgusting or nowadays if you're a kid with a lot of potential now he proved that he's really good which is how we started that but like to say that like <laughs> lamar what would happen if you dropped a point four? oh like what- super ultra chalked yes so, lamar. Well, that's what i'm saying like i don't understand how that's so lamar
1: how that's not to be understood uh question for you guys this is popping in my mind because yeah. i feel like this could be a big issue uh next year with teams um so seeing as how a lot of cdl teams found a lot of success with picking up amateur players right and paying uh, them not as much as big pro players or vet or vetted pro players and they found a ton of success next year does it worry you that like some of these cdl teams their management might start to think that way in a game that might not be suited to pick up players like that, and they might be like, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. We're going to pick up these amp players and make this type of play for the year for I mean, our roster. Because to like, me, that that scares the hell out of me thinking about I that I know like, they're going to think like that.
4: Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely scary, but if they have anyone in their organization that knows anything about COD, they will know that you can't just blindly go into that. The only right, so way you Mar,
1: feel- my counter that is, a lot of them... Have people, but a lot of them have people who they
4: trust who might think, like, yo, let's pick up the hams. Like, it worked. No, no. I, I, there's like, there's a, there's a level here to it. Like, if you're coming into the next year and you're, you see someone like Simp or Celium, like, obviously, if you pick them up, there's nothing going wrong with that. Like, that's going to work out. There's not really many busts of players that, like, are, that look that amazing that end up not being that good. You get what I'm saying? Agree. But if you come in and you're just like, oh let me just look at the top whatever four am teams from their last tournament and you just pick like a random kid up that's not actually that simp level talented player or whatever i don't think it's gonna work out i can see i know that's what i'm saying though but i could see that yeah. happening is is what i'm saying i mean What's if that happening? happens it's definitely frightening for all players for sure because if that happens that'll be insane but like it would just be mind-boggling to me because i feel like the only way am's get picked up and it working out is one, like I said, the Simcellium yeah, talent yeah. level wave, where it's undeniable or two, it's like midway through the season. And you realize, yo, like this kid, learned this game pretty well. And he's one of the best ams. All right, let's pick him up. But you Lamar,
1: know? so the, think, the, re- the reason I bring yeah. this up, I, I think you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like going into next year, how much players yeah. were getting paid this year? And then they look at the yeah. success of a lot of the amateur players and they realize these players are a lot cheaper. Like that is that's a got to be huge worry for a lot of pros. Oh it, no,
4: it definitely is. One hundred percent, it is a worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already said that for sure. Of course, is a concern for every player because that just it's your job. You know, it's your I job, your livelihood, whatever it's your, gonna, whatever. I think it's it's your gonna value. Happen.
1: I, I think it's going to happen. I think uh, a lot of these teams that didn't have a, a lot of success this year, um, I think uh, management's going to really be looking at the AM scene right now. Um, this final challengers thing going on, I think they're really going to be making a play to get players for a lot cheaper because there is a lot of teams who severely underperformed that are getting paid a lot um which is just crazy and then with the rumor of 4v4 what are your thoughts on that that's
4: i mean shit i mean i love 4v4 cod like 4v4 cod is no
1: but we all love that my i'm saying what are your thoughts on like what it would do to the community
4: if like and players took spots because immediately 12 people gone yeah Shit. that would be who, who like, are you thinking of those people that would get
1: let's get hold down. on no, no, no. We're, we're throwing oh. too much down we're throwing too much at him hold on arr, so immediately arr. 12 people are gone
4: thoughts yeah i mean that's <laughs> 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 like that's insane that's super scary for players like that's insane i don't even know how to react to it because 12 people just get cut automatically and then from there it's also like a trickle down effect where let's say the top four teams they all cut a player that's gonna have a trickle down effect to where yeah. someone else gets kicked off the next team and the next team and the next team and all of a sudden you're the last person on the totem pole getting booted off, booted off, booted off until like... Dude, it's crazy though. Down the because then
1: you go, you go, alright, 12 people, bang, gone. And then you go, these management teams are like, AM's had a lot of success. We're paying this guy, you know, 300 plus. Bang, chalk him up. Let's let him fend for the Wolves. Pick up this AM for 100. It's like, it's going to be... <laughs> if that happens, that adds a whole nother element that makes it like what the fuck is is going on, right? Like a huge shift.
3: What actually scares me is that I don't think that there's a lot of, like, smart behind-the-scenes people with these teams. Like, if that happens, there's going to be so much good work needs to be done because I think this year, if it taught anyone anything, is that they have to be careful with how they structure contracts so that they can not get stuck in, like, a OGLA Seattle situation where if their team sucks, they can't do anything, right? But if it's 44, all of a sudden you have – I don't know what they're gonna do with space with the contract, like the the uh, sa- the luxury tax or what's it called, salary cap space. Yeah. But you also have like superstar, basically that aren't on teams. Like, how do you not go pick up Pierce? Like, if you're Paris, no offense, to Paris, I know they just got second, so before everyone gets butt hurt. <laughs> but if you're pick your Paris, how do you not go pick up Pierce? How do you not go look at like uh, Looney or how do you not go look at whoever gets yeah. dropped off Dallas? Like, yeah, like I'll take crim six or illy or whoever the hell gets dropped off the team like give me that guy how do you not do that and that takes a lot of a lot of work behind
4: the scenes yeah Yeah, i mean that's the thing is that also like it also comes down to these circumstances where let's say like you said optic and seattle that's the teams you use as an example right like sam is their superstar app jerry like right those three sam and then those two behind him it's going to come down to like the org, are they just going to, of course, Sam's going to get locked up. And no one, no one's letting Sam walk around anywhere. He's going to be playing for <laughs> Seattle, in my opinion. Like, There's no way that he goes anywhere but Seattle. So, like, do they just tell Sam, shut up, you're playing with whoever we signed. It is what it is. Or are they going to yeah. take his opinion into account to make the team? Like, I feel like, personally, for me, it only makes sense that if you're investing so much into a superstar player, you're going to take his opinion into him. account on Whoa. who he's playing
1: with. Wait, but, 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 but. Did they not already do that?
4: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm
1: like her, if if I manage, my go listen. Like, we're gonna make these like we we're making some different decisions going in this year. Um, they yeah, they need to make some moves. They need to hire some people and do some stuff. In my opinion. Um, but yeah, you got to keep Sam right. He's nasty.
4: Like, like yeah, oh, no, in people. or like even an optic situation, like you have Austin Kenny Tiege, like. Anyone that knows Austin, there's no way that he's just going to let an org formulate his roster for him for any year he's ever competing. Like, but you also <laughs> you don't want to go crazy, a too, though.
1: <laughs> you, you don't want to go crazy, too, because there are players that could be good at the next game. It's That's a really tough one, to think, now that I'm thinking about it. The surge roster, what to do with it. Yeah. It's really tough how much to pay that, like...
3: That's really, really. I mean, really, they already yeah. have. The thing is, they already have their deals structured for next year yeah. with everyone having one plus one. But Shit, without, with not knowing the salary cap and how it works, like, do you even keep them? Like, they just have probably such a bad taste in it their house. It's just
4: it such a risky situation because, like, bro, like, you can't just let Donk walk away, like, yeah. to another team without having yeah. a very place replacement. You can't let, bro, like. But people, he's not that I don't desirable, know, desirable. People talk about Jerry, but Jerry's you know, good at like, bro, people I would, What's crazy? We were talking about it in a team speak one night, and I didn't even know this stat. And I'm gonna give Jerry some gas right now because, like, I kind of feel super disrespected just the way he got treated. Like, feels gets me disrespected to be honest. Because Krim literally told us in a team speak one night when we were all chilling, he looked up the stats or something, and before Modern Warfare, Jerry had the highest average placing out of any player besides like the Optic Dynasty members. How can you <laughs> slander that person? That's insane. That's so much yeah, consistency. Yeah,
1: Slack was getting slandered all of Black Ops 4. And I remember uh we had to like go in there and be like, yo, Slack's Slack's been winning. You know? Yeah. It, yeah it's because yeah, of how he is, though. Like it people he's done it to himself realistically. I no, feel no, like I, mean,
4: I get that. You could not like someone and you know that could delude your opinions about them, but like as an org also like whatever happened this year happened how can you look away from that type of consistency that he has on his resume you can't just let him walk but away also for free.
1: with slack though like nobody roasts slack individually anymore I, I think everybody just roasts the surge like when i go on reddit it's just like surge help octane like i, I don't think slack is yeah. like straight up individual hey i think it was really just black ops 4 where he was getting fucking toasted um what do you say? How did he do that to himself, Dan? Um, well, I'm more alluding to the fact that he's always talking about gentlemen's agreements. He's really outspoken on his stream and stuff, and he says shit. And I think the community hears it, and then they roast him. And then it just fuels the fire for them to keep going at him. Trust I me. Mean, I, I do honestly, the same thing. I do the same thing. So I know what I know that I'm contributing
4: to it. Like, I'm not an idiot. That's just the, that's just the thing of the COD community, though. It's like everyone knows that the way this community operates is pretty much like a hive mind. Like, you could literally watch a broadcast of the CDL. And let's say you, and let's say you say something like whatever it is, good or bad about a player, right? You just say something. Go on Reddit literally at any moment when that player gets talked about. They're going to verbatim say what you say about that player and just post on the Reddit like, yeah, this is whatever. This <laughs> no, is yeah. Actually,
1: I disagree with that. If somebody else, if, if, not I, you, say, bro, I, if I say it, they'll go on the Reddit and be like, I fucking hate nameless. That's okay, the, okay, that, not you, whatever.
3: If they <laughs> yeah, 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 hit, hit my the point, bro, F- right, they
4: will parrot it. Like You get what I'm saying? Like that's just the way it works. Like any any narrative that the casters put out on the broadcast, or the analysts, or whatever gets put out on Twitter by big personalities, that's a narrative that automatically, whether that supporter knows anything about this person or not, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, now that's true. Boom, that's it. That's that person's narrative, and it just sticks with them. Period. I don't
1: I know. I don't true. know if I completely. Uh, I think a lot of the. I think the community forms their own opinions on people. I don't. I don't think it really. Like for the most part, and I think that. They they run with it when it, get, when it gets on that Reddit. I'll be honest. I really think that's what happens. Because I go in there and I see shit that I haven't even heard anybody say. And they're, they're, they're talking about it on Reddit. So I don't know if it comes straight up from a cast or a segment. Maybe like opinions on a show, like the Shotzi thing on the show where I said that and the contestant the point. But I don't know if that happens from the broadcast i don't think i don't necessarily agree with that it's probably no, happened I'm not, at times I'm not,
4: I'm not saying that it's the only the broadcasts fall or anything like that i'm not trying to point fingers at them what i'm my whole point of that topic is that the way this community works is that whether it comes from the broadcast someone that they like on twitter whatever it is anywhere where they get any caught information the second one narrative or one fact gets said about a player that becomes that player's narrative and it is so hard to break in this community because that just it gets attached to them right away hold on yo slack put or the quote no smg star
1: on the surge that's fucking facts though <laughs> but that is facts on this game though <laughs> that is facts so like how how are you yeah. how, how is that like our, we were actually in the team speak like uh, me and a couple of the other talent and we saw you guys complaining about that and <laughs> we were just like It's facts. There's no SMG star on surge. Why are they complaining about that? Like that's, that is actually a literal fact. And like, for me, that's not the community running with it. That's the community realizing that this is legit. Like there's like, that's true. And they're, and they talk about it. Um, So, yeah, I guess I disagree with you, but, I, obviously there's influence with anybody. If a big pro says it or if anybody on, on broadcast says it, obviously they're going to
4: influence their own fans or CDL fans if the fan agrees yeah. with it. Um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, the big the- like for just the Seattle situation that you're, like, talking about, like, the reason, because when pros look at it, they're like, okay, because uh, we always talk about stuff, obviously, in TeamSpeak. I was talking with Jerry the other night in TeamSpeak. I hope he doesn't care that I'm saying this. Is like, it's a true fact that, like, let's say, I don't remember the exact stats, right? But, let's say Jerry or App, they have, like, probably, like, 0.9-somethings, like, close to a 1, right? There's other players that are on other teams that are winning their matches that are dropping those same stats, and people are like, wow, this kid's really good. (laughs) But because their team's just doing bad, they're dropping the same stat or whatever it is, it's like, damn, that kid's ass. But it's like, yo, one of your players on your favorite team is dropping that stat, and you're like, yo, he's nasty, bro, like, look at that shit. But because they don't win or lose the game, like, they're like, oh, this guy's just ass. You get what I'm saying? Well, That's I, mean, why I, like, just, I just I guess I don't understand. The, I don't think
3: the, people think that Jerry's yeah, ass. I think I he came in
4: saying that they think Jerry's very good. Their team, people, people think their stars. team sucks because they do suck. No, no, but I'm not. I'm not here to defend just a surge or whatever. I was just using them as the example of like this whole dynamic that pro. I guess I just don't the understand
1: the the argument here. I I, I don't truly really, because like surge is not good. If people are saying that surge sucks, it's true. Like if, if we like we're using them as an example, so I don't, I don't understand the argument. Like if if you say like if, like if, if, you're you're decide- point, if, if you if you you want, want me to reiterate
3: that you take two people's stats they are on different teams with one has the, their team as a result, so they're going to oh, gas okay, up okay, the that, player with, with the same exact stats. But yeah, I mean, the point of the game is to win. Maybe they're just yeah. doing things on the map that lead to them winning.
1: Also, that obviously, player might have moments where he's doing things well and he and he wins. So it's like, yeah, you gas at this player for also, 0.9 and do it. And obviously, his team's winning and his ARs are like. For example, you go let's let's Florida or whatever, right? Let's say yeah. Havoc has a 0. 0.9, but they win in a 3-0 fashion, and we see Havoc do some great moves on the map, take some great routes, and Skies and the rest of the team has a 1.3, right? We get and somebody gasses up havoc from a moment he had, and like he's just making the right plays, and they won. Surge, let's say Slack has a .9, octane, goes for triple double, and their team gets, <laughs> and their team gets shit on. And then somebody asks you about Slack, and you go, Slack is not as good as Havoc. Obviously, you're gonna say that because their team's not winning, and you, you know, what I mean, it's just I, I I don't understand that that comparison. If it was two teams that were equally playing the same, like performing at the same level. And they both have point nines and one got roasted and the other didn't, like, then might be a the little bit big, different. The it also hurts, it is, also hurts
3: that to you specifically because Sam always
4: has like a one point four K. The, yeah, yeah, the biggest big. the biggest thing is that to be honest, it's like not really many people's faults. So it's just that you don't have the time on broadcast all the time. I guess sometimes people probably have the opportunity, but not all the time or on broadcast or on Twitter or on their streams or whatever to give the type of education to give people that like to realize that there's a lot more that goes into it when the player is doing bad or good, or a team is doing bad or good. It's not just oh, their AR has a 1.1 instead of a 1.4, that's why they're losing. Or their sub player has a 0. 0.9 instead of a 1.1, that's why they're losing. It's like, bro, people that are talented are gonna do good when their team system is good. When their team is playing good, the yeah. players are gonna do good. When oh, the yeah. team's not playing good and the team's just playing the game wrong and bad, doesn't matter how good you are, you're gonna end up doing bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Course, and it just on, even, the viewer, on the viewer on the viewer that that should be translated. That type but... of education to like teach people all of that, so it just comes down to a face value scenario where or, it's like, oh, just look at the blank numbers and say as or not as, you know. Yeah, for something but...
3: like that, though, you need more than
4: like. I guess that would be
3: like the analyst segment of a, of a thing, but you need more than yeah, like. We don't. We don't even have that right it, now, by the way. Like. So I guess yeah, no, no. Uh, of course, like, uh, like some people go afterwards and break down the games and talk about like certain plays. You can yeah. do that. But you don't have time for that on a broadcast. Of course. Obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's well, what we don't say have here. a – we actually
1: currently in our broadcast don't have a post-game oh. analysis segment with the way online works. Usually we would go straight to a desk and have – analysts and do post-game analysis. We don't have post-game analysis. It's all pre-game predictions, and then we go straight into the next match to get...
4: No, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, like... It's not only the production or anyone's fault or whatever it is. It's just something that we as a community, I would hope, will start to learn and grow as the years go on through the CDL. Because right now, like, that base level of pod knowledge isn't really there for, like, much of the community. And I think as the years go on and people start getting more and more educated about it, these opinions will arise, like more clearly yeah i think reddit is a lot of
1: like memes and and funny and and rage this year um but in other years there has been some good stuff on the reddit and our fa like i feel like at least our reddit and core fans they know more than we give them credit for at, at most of the time and uh this year though it's been a lot of memes and stuff because of how the game has been and switching to online so i think you know maybe that's why it's manifesting and you guys are talking about it in like in the team speak and shit like that because yeah. everybody shares that same opinion about the game and that's probably what it's like.
2: Um I, mean, I think yeah, I'll, no, no, I'll I'll it also falls
1: to like the developer to
3: make sure there's a way for the players to play. If you play a game at a high level, like I put if you understand how the game is played, you understand the plays that the people are making. And right now there's no way for people who aren't either top AMs or pros to even play the right. game God, like how you guys yeah. play the game. Yeah it doesn't yeah. work. So they can't they can't possibly break down a play like a guy getting yeah, yeah. you picking up something that that you can pick up if you played the game that you don't need someone to tell you like And yeah, I will also I say this Lamar
1: because this is might have never been said to you before or any uh you know any other Cod pro in the chat um, think about it like this I'm sure in every other sport right in every other sport that you can think of around the planet Every pro player in all of sports wishes the fan knew the game like they did, but unfortunately they don't. So fans are gonna form their own opinions. They're gonna run with things that might not be exactly what you or the rest of the pros agree with, but that's just how it is. I think I realized that like right when I quit playing. Um, I realize that's
4: that's. If one. they if they knew the game as good as me, I wouldn't have a job. Of course, they're not going to But, but, but it. what like, I'm saying is, you, you can't expect them. Like, you can't expect like,
1: them to to what? to accurately judge players because they don't know it like you do. So that's like that's something that
4: people always talk about. Like you guys, you, you guys are idiots. You don't understand this players is this good. Like they're not going to understand I, it. I personally wish, to be honest, and like I I don't want to make this like a whole segment of me just wishing things that were improvement on the broadcast or whatever but like i watch a lot of cobra i watch every vod even if i miss a match i'll watch it back whatever it is i watch every broadcast that any the cdl puts on or cwl whatever it is i don't think i've heard one time uh a analyst or a caster or someone say something along the lines of yeah these players are really good the team's performing bad and Maybe these players are doing bad because their team just isn't good, or what, like, and they need to get learn how to play the game, and these players will perform better, or whatever it is. It's always, always at any time, whether there was a live event or an online event, the topic is one. look at his stats. The, God, the topic has well, never been maybe they're not right. doing as good because of the like to so argue in, that that is, set in the, that is said
1: in the beginning of the year, but as the year goes on, if a team is continuously playing bad, you stop they, giving them that benefit of the doubt. But in the, okay, in the beginning of the year, that happens a lot it because, should be the I remember, opposite.
4: because in the beginning, like one or two teams will ever know how to play the game in the beginning of the year later on in well, I'm the year is talking when about people, people actually know I'm talking about the first couple of
1: months we even always the first talk couple about months, we always talk like about how a player teams. develops over the years and, and I'm thinking or develops over the year and I'm thinking even back like three four maybe five events ago we're like we know at the end of the year when he gets the champs time Apathy is going to be a very good player like those things are said so
4: I don't I don't agree with you there no. either I, I must be fucking high, Chad. If I'm wrong, tell me. <laughs> Type in the chat. If, I, if you guys have heard that more than uh, once. I mean,
1: but like, what are you so you're saying? You've never heard anybody go. You never heard a caster go when a team's getting bullied go. Okay, these guys are really good players. They just don't know what they're doing. They're going to be good at the end of the year. You've never heard that That being said? Because I've heard Clint say optics going to be good by the end of the year, maybe 50, 60 times throughout the course of
4: this year. Is that not true? I don't know. I'm looking at all news. I'm looking at the Charon. I see is right, right, right. I'm well, right, course, right, 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 right. Of
1: course. These are the same people you were just condemning, by the way, the fans. Nah, I
4: love so, those. So <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> now you love them, though.
1: But you see what I'm saying, though? Like, do you disagree with that? How many times has Clint said Optic is going to be good by the end of the year? It happens a lot. So, like, I just feel like people aren't giving
4: – like, you're saying so – to and, like, and you specifically, Ed, I don't give you a lot of the benefit of that that I give some of the other castors because you know – you should know more about the game than anyone on that. That's broadcast.
1: Fair. That's fair. I expect that's you to bring fair. up.
4: I expect you to bring up some of these points when you can. But I feel like you don't. Well, we'll, Listen, we'll try and to and change that don't care to hear that, forward, that kind of Lamar. stuff,
3: and there's no way to, for them to actually understand it or know what's going on. I, I don't really. I don't. Really, I see what you're saying, Lamar. I get your point, obviously.
4: But I just want to know if I'm making sense or I'm being delusional. No, no, no. no I get what you're saying. You right. want no, 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 Lamar. You want people
1: to not shed a bad light on certain players who don't deserve it. I completely understand that.
4: And I'm I not d- against scrutiny. I don't want to come out like, Oh, why are people talking bad about these players or this and that? Like everyone's good. Everyone's that like, no, the fact of the matter is not everyone's good. There are people that are bad. There are all people that are underperforming. There are people that are overperforming, whatever it is. That's all true narratives, but there's also a narrative that I feel like needs to be talked about. Sometimes in the cases where it does apply is where, okay, these players are good. You could tell that they're talented players, whatever, whatever. They're just playing the game wrong and that needs to come from they need to figure it out, whatever. But I feel like that narrative that I just said, the one where they need to learn how to play the game and then X, Y, Z will improve is like 1% of the time when it's actually like a larger portion than what's actually shown.
1: I, I, I agree with that. Um, but, point. but when a as team teams, is how, when a team is consistently, as consistently getting trash, though, it's, as, it's a, as
3: someone that's on a broadcast, how are you supposed to decide that? Like, you don't know what's going on in the comms, you don't know any of that. You just watch the games and what happens. Well, you watch and the game and and right. like, yo, right. what the but, fuck right. Are right. The what is is doing? are doing. That means you suck, right? If yeah, you don't know what you're doing. It's it's a really hold on, hold on. Really real quick, real
1: quick. Lamar's asking can be done, but it's a really slippery slope because. On one hand, it's like a team is getting shit on four events in a row, but you know that the players are good. So, like, for me, like, that's why I made that prediction, like, when the surge started to look better, I was like, yo, I was joking when I said they would win, but I did think they were going to get better and go further. I was like, they're going to win the tournament as, like, a bold prediction. I did think they were going to go further than they did, but then they got shit on. So it's it's a really slippery slope when, only, like, when, when a team only, learns to, to say this team will learn and get better because that does not always happen. You don't know for sure if a team will learn and get better because of what John said. You don't know what the comms are like. But, like, yes, I agree. We shouldn't be roasting individual people
4: if they're – me- let me say this, because uh, I'm only saying this because Josiah said it in the chat, right? I noticed it myself, but the cashers never noticed it or said it in the match. But because Josiah said it in the chat, I want to address it. And let me start this before anyone clips it and starts saying I'm talking shit, that I think Sam is an amazing player, right? <laughs> I think that, like Josiah said in the chat right here, he said, I played 20 minutes of BatSide on Hackney, and my hard carry didn't watch it. Sam is an amazing player, but if you watch their think. matches back from the last weekend... Both times on the break off of good side of Hackney Dom, they won their fights in B. The other team ran up mid and entry their AR players and got the flip right off the rip in the first 20 seconds onto the bad side. And now they're running around getting shit on for the next five minutes, spawn trapped. Okay. But it was not even mentioned one time like, damn, this person that's their 1.5 that needs help. So, I mean, so, so hold on. No, no, let me tell you Let me say something. Lamar, What's
1: Lamar, you're see? wrong. Lamar, you're wrong. At the end of the last contest <laughs> of the plane episode, I literally said Sam was overrated by the community. At the very end of the last contest. <laughs> oh, totally right, right, I that's said that point. and I brought it's up things and I brought up things like that. There's nothing to do with just Sam. I'm using that as an example because Jerry brought it up. Well no, Well, no, but but what I'm saying is like that happens, but people choose to like not really Well, to be fair, they also don't have and Artie said they don't have
3: a a post match analysis segment. Right, you I'll don't
4: need that. a you don't need a post match analysis. You see it
0: happen well, in you the can game. Do it during the oh, game. Cool. Yeah. Well,
3: then you're, oh well, I mean th- that also happens super fast, and you guys are also paying attention and watching the shit back and watching it on a different level than they are. They're literally casting what they see. They're casting whatever the observer ca- like picks up for the most part and calling off of minimap what they see. Like they don't exactly have they don't have all the information that you have. They don't play the game all the time like you do. They're not going to be able to pick up all the stuff, especially I think in the I game. Really... Like, w,
1: I strongly disagree with the sentiment that a lot of the pros in the chat are share. Um, I think that it is it is represented pretty well um, when a team's bad and like we know that players are good on that team. I think it's represented well. I I, I disagree with you guys completely. App Slack, all of you, like your team is just not good. Like <laughs> there's nothing to be said other than that your team is just not good. Like it, that's it's simple as that. I strongly disagree. I'll try to hold back. But like, Serge's ass. Like, there's nothing else to say. Like, it's true. And, like, Sam is the player who is performing, and people are going to talk about that. In any sport, if a team is ass, with the Cowboys, for example, there are people who go, they have so much talent, but they, they can't seem to win. That happens, bro. Why are you bringing up the Cowboys? Because like, you're a Cowboys fan. But I'm just saying, like, that happens. <laughs> and, like, for, for the casters in particular, like, I, I agree like things happens that people miss. Sometimes that happens in sports too. They're going to miss things sometimes like that's just how it is. Um, but in post you can go and you can break that down. But yeah, I disagree with, with Slack and apps assessment. I think that I mean, that's
4: fine. you can disagree with them. Don't even pay attention to what they're saying right now. My whole discussion is like those little moments like that. I feel like need to be talked about more in games. Like you're on the good side of a hackney dom and you guys are getting entry for the flip right away and now your teammates are getting spawn for the next five minutes. Uh, that should be like a holy shit! Look at the big mistake this person made. do that God. all the
1: time. I, I feel like you're not giving the, like like the, the chances and the
4: Joe's of the world. Crap! I feel, no, I they do, do it. They do it. I'm not saying they don't do it. i I never said they do it zero percent of the time. You're saying that they just misses something. They don't, they don't do it all the time. I, okay. I mean, like there's been times I, where I watched the, like. <laughs> I hate hate that this has become like a me trying to critique the broadcast type of uh, podcast. That's not what I want to do at all but they do do it they do it but, but just sorry, what you're hoping
1: have, is that there was there was like a like a segment uh, I agree. that 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 was formatted around those moments to educate the viewers yeah. right? i, I think agree, what, I what agree. Other, we've been fighting that longer, fight too. i think yeah. what other longer
3: established sports have like baseball has it football has it, inside the nfl baseball tonight where they have like full hour shows where they actually break stuff down to try to like where they can actually take the time and break stuff down you don't just don't have the time and you're gonna miss up at the time. Well, what is
1: it? Yeah, no. Wait, John, exactly. well, is it inside baseball? Like it's like three it's, beers? It's, it baseball. What's up? No, baseball. It's an inside baseball.
4: baseball, it inside it's baseball? Okay. Oh, exactly. You yeah. are right, and they, they do do it all it's the time. But like you years. said, they people do do it all the time. But like you said, when you're casting, I've never cast it before, so I don't know. But you're bound to miss things. Like we, when I'm watching it, I'm not paying attention. I'm just looking at the mini map and looking at the game, and I'm noticing everything. When you're casting, you're obviously gonna miss things. But I think that, like you said, those moments should go back in between the dead zone of that time of games or whatever's going on. Something could be figured out. I don't know. It's not my job to figure out when's the best time to do it. But to bring those type of plays up and to talk about them and just educate the fans on how like big moments of the game that kind of flew under the radar that like. You only noticed if you really paid attention. You know what I'm saying? Now that that's be, true. Although awesome. Don Slaps brings up a really good point. He says, "Do
3: fans want to see that though?" And this is something that when I was on the desk last year that we talked about. Wait, we did like, that. They tried. Did that. Last they tried to do like the super analytical version of it, and like obviously your core fans, your hardcore fans, they're gonna love it because they want to see the breakdown and stuff. But people were just turning the shit off. Like nobody was watching yeah. it. They don't, they don't so, really
1: care. So to take you guys on a, a trip through time, when I first started doing the desk with Revan in uh, world war two, we actually did that after every series. And nobody watched it. They all X out. Like they, our viewership would completely plummet. It was like me, Revan, and then Chance. We'd go up there and we would actually have clips every time that we would go and, and we'd go through in post-game segments. They were super good, but nobody watched it. So then the next year we started to do it a little bit more. We'd do like one clip when it was like me, John, and study. And we're like, oh, this shit's not working. So it ended up changing and changing and changing. And now we're at the point where we don't even have a, a post-game segment, which will end up, that's because of online, but that'll end up getting fixed going into next
4: year. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you there. I think um Yeah, I mean, if they don't, don't want to watch it then I understand whatever's going on, but that's just the things that I'm venting right now and talking about is like just hopes that we have as players to improve just the overall health and state and you know education. So to rewind community. Lamar
1: to rewind to the core of this, the point of this is to do uh, to paint certain players in a better light.
4: And- not even just <laughs> players, like, I don't even, because, like I said, I'm not here to say don't scrutinize us, don't whatever. Like, I understand that all of us are under a magnifying glass, a microscope, like, we are going to be scrutinized, we're going to be praised, all of that. Like, that's going to be there. But there's just certain times where I feel like the game education or the gameplay side can take more of an account than the scrutiny of players or teams. You so, know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: no, no, no. All right, so now I think you're what you're saying. So you're saying the fun of, like, a lot of the things that, like, how you know people joke about cdl poking fun at certain teams that time should be taken to educational uh you know segments or things like that for the the viewer okay i now i get what you're what you're saying because we really had to break that down to see what you (laughs) guys actually wanted so that i mean i i agree i think it could be sprinkled in here and there um and but you still have to have those fun moments like the no of
4: course yeah no like no one's we're, we're not all like soft little babies like oh no don't say we did bad or did good like bro, you get shit on, you get shit on. We know, we claim our shit. Like, if I get smoked, I'm going to be like, I got fucking smoked. It is what it is, you know? don't. We're not saying don't say that about us when people do bad or good, but just those other moments to take those opportunities to try to uh, elevate the overall understanding of COD to just our viewership and our fans and everything like that. So let's move on
1: to the next topic because people want to hear us talk about champs. So okay. going into playoffs and champs, the format of it being... A weekend and a week and another weekend. What are your thoughts
4: on that? Um, I think that that's a it's a hectic situation because like Call of Duty in general is pretty day to day, and then also like this game is pretty day to day. So you could pull up to that first weekend, obliterate everyone you're playing, three oh three oh smoked top four, and then <laughs> by the next week it's like, oh shit! Like you could you could have literally leveled up. If you're a team that barely got by to the top four or leveled down, if you're a team that dominated literally within that week, you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you at the end of the tournament, there's going to be people that will tweet, damn, if we fucking played that tournament throughout that whole weekend, we would have won that shit or we would have won this or we would have done that. Or they would have been like, ah, we would have lost it if we played because we got, we learned this in the next week or I don't know. Think about a
1: fan perspective. I mean, that's not, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. it's mostly about fans, right? And and like, because I mean, that's the way it is for most sports and anything. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you, you just mean, get, go... Even even other esports. League of Legends plays that over,
4: like, a like I don't know how long, but they don't play... They play one round at a time, and they go you're, to... The you're you're, and you're and a, 100% right in the time framing, but we also know ourselves that COD is not as uh, consistent or, like... Those games are le- less day-to-day than COD.
1: But it's also, it's also kind of fair in the fact that everybody starts this... Everybody starts the same weekend, starts competing the same weekend, and then... So what you do know. you do for scrims? No, that's what I'm saying, series. but it's still an
4: equal, it's still like
1: everybody's it's in the equal same situation. For
4: everyone, so whoever whoever adapts the best to less practice through the week is going to be the best player. Oh, I
1: definitely think it's tough, but how many days in between is it? Is it like 4 days? 5 days, 5 I think. days, 5 days, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to like pay a team to come and scrim you or scrim like the 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 other team that's, you know, that's not in your side. It's just like the only thing you can really do. But in terms of like for broadcast, like of course
4: that. we're all gonna do what we gotta do to yeah. get some practice in. But like, damn, it just sucks because <laughs> it, is, like, it is what like it its what is. We're gonna deal. Like, we we are dealt the cards. We're gonna play the hand. Like it is what it is. But we, I obviously wish as a player that it could all be played on one weekend because. That's just the way, like it should go in my mind. No, know?
1: I know it's it's super tough, but I'm just thinking, like, dude, that'd be like a lot, a lot of cod in like four or five days. there's like, if you take that break, it's like you can soak it all in, make like have some cool shit for a really cool show. Yeah. Make it super like, I don't like that
4: reasoning. I feel like you'd be in a suit right now, and so I'll let you. I run, know, please, I know. I'm just done I'm just, those five day, four day tournaments for ten years, and it's been the best viewership and most hype ever. Like. So i gotta act like it's too much cod to soak in bro come I on just oh man
1: i really like having that those two big days like i just i, I like i like
3: it's having all good, that
4: bro. It's all john good, what are your bro. thoughts
1: on that i mean i honestly i mean being a
3: plan on both sides i actually would have preferred in cod for it just to be one day and just to get it over with like get, let's get this popping in like uh, one weekend i should say not one day but you know let's get it pop and get it over with i don't think that it's developed to the point where we need multiple weekends for champs. It kind of just kills the vibe. And in I mean, COD, like uh, in March, they can't practice. That. Yeah, but their their sports. setups are completely different than COD setups. Like it is a thing where they won't be able to practice. Like if after you get knocked out, there's no way you're getting on the scrim. You're not taking any amount of money from from anyone to get on and scrim them for their final. Like that's not going to happen. Or whatever the I don't know how it goes. Is it like the top four? After yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, what do they play four, top, four? Top, top, yeah, like top four? Yeah, like those top four teams. Is that's it. Like they might get a scrim or two in against each other, but even that scrim is not gonna be taken very seriously because they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna show anything. We're so basically, play. it basically it's gonna be a week of of pure research on each other, trying to figure out exactly what they can do. But the gameplay will be like I would say it's gonna be a little bit worse than if it was just if they just continued it straight through. So yeah. I think that it would be cool to just keep it going.
1: You just gotta, I mean, You gotta find a. One team that gets knocked out, Lamar. You just gotta find a partner team like yo. Ten percent if we win, you gotta give 10%. us your all. Nice you gotta give try. us your all. Really yeah. all if we win. If we win, you have to come take that ten percent from my try. dead body. And, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta give it your all in practice when we play. Like, like you are gonna one. have to come rob me for that ten percent. Going into champs, who do you think your biggest opponents are? Like who? Who would you be? Harris. Not necessarily worried, but like, <laughs> like, like, like apprehensive. Like,
4: all right, this is the team we're about to play. Like, okay. Um, I mean, I can't really tell you there's any team where I'm like, oh my God, we play them or whatever. But I can just tell you what I th- who I think the best team is right now. I think Dallas plays the game the best right now. But besides that, out of that's like the only like really good compliment I could give out. I never really feel like, oh man, we play this team like oh shit like any I other. Just...
1: How... Go ahead,
4: John. Can I ask that?
3: how the could... been going since you guys like you guys won and everyone was up on you guys and then you guys kind of got choke
4: slammed in the very next homestand. Yeah, we did. How... How has scrims been going since then? <laughs> uh, scrims have been going good the last the last few days because we took some time off during the last tournament, obviously to like watch the matches and just chill out, not really anyone to scrim. But since we've come back like a few days ago, I think scrims have been going really well for us. Obviously, there's hiccups here and there for whatever, but that's just all a part of the process. But we've been winning uh, a lot of maps and you know, doing some good practice. Mm.
1: Thank you for five gifts to machete. Appreciate it. Um, with like, are there any teams in the top four? That you are like that people regard as top four that you are just completely
4: just not worried about. Stop trying to get some freaking bait out of me, bro. I'm just wondering, <laughs> like, is there is there a team? Is there any teams you're just not worried about? Nah, I mean, nah, bro. I'm worried about everybody, bro. They treat treat everyone as a threat. Bottom four, top four, it don't matter. You got to treat everyone the same.
1: I mean, these are just
4: – I mean, we're Lamar's nearing the – Lamar's been practicing these answers, bro. Nearing, <laughs> so, I'm now. I've been having training, bro. Come on.
1: For you guys to understand, chat, we're nearing the end of the episode and In the beginning Lamar was like, yo, guys, don't set me up. So now after a long conversation, I'm asking him some, some random tough questions. Um, but I think we should probably start the call-ins here in a, in a second. So we have a bunch of people waiting. Um, Lamar, Lamar, who's the worst starter in the league? <laughs> Come on, here it bro. Is. Why are you in trouble? I'm not trying to
3: get you in trouble. All right, all right, all right. In your, in your opinion, who, which starter in the league would you not want to play with? So it could be multiple factors. Maybe he's not the worst player. I mean, clearly it's Trey Zero, right?
4: No, no no, 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 definitely no. not Trey. I'll take Trey over a lot of players. <laughs> Look, there is someone, I feel like you know who it is, John, but I'm just not going to say it, bro. If people have hey, been why? in the league <laughs> recently, they know exactly who it is that I would never want to play Wait, with. Wait, what? Why? I'm not aware of this. Who is it? Don't worry about it, bro. Next question. All right, all right. <laughs> Who, who's the most underrated
1: <laughs> starter in the league? Uh, Asim. Asim. These guys. No, nah, I can't say. Hey, that. his, the, <laughs> yo, it's my my Middle Eastern brother, bro. Shout out Palestine. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We gotta stick together, bro. This is not a lot of us in college. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I agree with that. It's not slack. That he's not underrated. <laughs> nah, all, right, right, who's the the most, all right, Lamar. Who's the most overrated player? Not the worst. Overrated. Shit. I know who he wants to say No you don't We'll get, we'll get other
4: people Who is, it? Who is it then? I'm trying to think Hold on, give me a minute bro You can't just like Throw this ah, Throw man. this on me and just... Because it came
1: to your head you, It just didn't come out That's
4: why you grinned <laughs> No, no I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> thinking about it I'm grinning because of the question bro I just don't Whatever, whatever answer I give There's going to be repercussions for it So I'm just thinking of a Good answer um overrated bro like who's really g- i don't know <laughs> i can't give you a good answer but i'm really trying to think i can't i really can't there's not uh, there's not anyone that i think that's like really overrated that isn't excelling like if they're overrated it's because they're really good i don't know man um fuck. all right bro i'll, I'll say it, man i'll say he's not a starter anymore but i think god was is overrated bro. Damn. Okay.
1: Hit, kick a brother he, he's while not, he's down. So he's, not,
4: he's
3: not afraid of the smoke from God. Kicking Arise, that's a brother while like.
1: he's down, bro. That's just not. <laughs> Sheesh, bro. Like, at least let him have his clout going into next year. It's crazy. But look at Scump, bro. Like look the at, chat, chat that's not Scump. You didn't scump. enter any of our Seth minds. Not, yeah, right? Only the child trolling. Seth, Seth is so Seth. soft, bro. Oh scump, Seth, everybody thinks you're good, bro. We all think you're good. You're a solid, nah, got, good player. I thought he was good, but then the,
3: the sub got nerfed. Now he's getting slammed. That guy is a bummy. Seth is a burgie.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, bro. He's going to, oh, shit. I'm excommunicated. Seth thinks that a lot of people think he sucks for no reason. He's solid. Everybody knows Seth is solid, man. you just not – you're just not, you're just not like – Seth, you're just like not dominant. Years. He's not dominant anymore. That's it. He's got to accept it, bro. He's entered old <laughs> man years. You're just – You're know, just y'all, – y'all, <laughs> y- Wait, right no, now, it's though. true. Seth, you're just solid, and you're actually pretty – You've been I'm pretty good at search those. this That's year. That's the best up in the game. <laughs> let's <laughs> get
3: – Let's get podcast questions in here. Or Seth the, is an above dude.
1: average, you know – just teetering on the edge of being an elite player but he's not ultra elite anymore this is true all right um let's do the collins he's so mad he's so mad. all right let's start the collins now dude um ben dragon the first Colin. <laughs> that's not even hate. i just said he's above average teetering on the edge bro. of being
5: elite it's true yeah he's hey, alright yeah it was good bro hey good to be back you know i've been seeing you guys streaming pretty what's fun good, bro? can't wait um shoot what was my question oh yeah um so we've seen a lot of GAs this year right um certain players don't like him because like doesn't favor their team what's up no you said yeah oh yeah yeah um and other teams don't like the GAs because it hurts their team um but then in the past we've also had the whole like band protect thing where it's more of like a match-to-match basis you kind of strategize like who am I playing against what would help or affect them um, so as a player in the league, accuracy, and mm-hmm. someone who has actually been like vocal about GAs, what do you think is the perfect balance? Um, I don't think ban and protect is the way to go. I think that
4: there needs Damn. to be people that. uh, Well, first, let me tell you why I don't think it's the way to go. Because you just can't get proper practice for matches that way. Like, let's say I want to ban the M4 and the MP5 every time in my ban and protect. No one's gonna scrim me anymore. Like, proteins are yeah. not gonna be like, bro, I'm not scrimming you, freaking M. Uh, banning the m4 and the mp5 and then now the whole match comes down to a race on who protects the m4 protects the mp5 the fastest in the beginning of the and protect you know what i mean um but i think that there needs to be a unbiased group of people whether it can be like it shouldn't be pro players it should be people that are not physically involved with the league like as competitors and need that know cod and know what should be in and should be out and can also like filter out the extreme outliers when people when pros GA, like, too far or GA too little or whatever it is, that can filter out and decide, like, what is good to keep in and what's bad.
5: But who would that be? Because you're saying someone not in the league, someone not affiliated with it. So, like, are you saying developers uh, at this point or, like, retired I mean,
4: pros? it should be, like... I think Pac-Man's a good option and he should have other people. Oh, yeah. you know? It should never come to like one person. It should be like a committee of a couple people, maybe like mm-hmm. three people, four people, whoever you can think of that can filter out when pros are over or like not wanting GA things because they think their team's good with it or whatever it is and move from there. The problem with
3: what you're saying though, like even yeah. though you say my name for it, the problem is you guys figure this out over time. Like we'd have to scrim for two, three weeks you can. to be like, all right, you can only use one smoke, do you know what I mean, like yeah, we'd have to, we'd have to scrim for so long against other people playing at like really hard to make GAs true.
4: To well, the reason why, the reason why we find the g a s or come up with GAs is because like Porter said it best, like we play to break the game, we play right. to abuse whatever's mm-hmm. going on, so we're gonna find out all the broken things faster than anyone possible, and yeah. but then they're just the only issue with it is that there does need to be that boundary because there's a lot of people that do vote on g a s that are uh like bias and stuff like that. I think it should be Killa. That's who it should be. My fool is trolling,
1: bro. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's a really tough situation. It just really comes down realistically, it comes down to the the developer because whatever rule anybody else puts in place, whether it's, you know, people outside, not affiliated coach or not affiliated with the league, if it's people who decide it there, the pros are still going to come up with stuff that they don't want to use if, if it doesn't you know, adhere to what they want. So yeah, it, it, I mean, has the, it comes down to the developer to make a very balanced game that people are happy with.
4: It comes um, down to that, sure. but I will say this, though, that is just as being a player for however many years, I think there's been like very, very, very rare circumstance where we've like over-G8 something. Like if something gets G8, it's a pretty valid reason why and it'll end up
5: going through. Are know. you sure, bro? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no! i don't, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm about beefy right now. Like, I mean, and I, I have no like bad intention in saying this, but I do yeah. think like the 10 millimeter was kind of too far. I mean, I'm the happy you got you guys a dog. You know, I'm, I, I support Zuma, but like, I think that was too far. Which is why it was changed back. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I
4: don't, I don't think that was too far. I think that should have been. I think it was too far only because it was done very late in the season. If it was handled early, I don't think it was too far. The only thing that I think has been GA'd that's too far was the AUG. Everything else, I think, has been rightfully you know, taken out. Damn,
1: we didn't even see that shit in a right. match. either. It was just gone, too. Nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the
4: AUG was too far. That is what blew everything out of proportion. I was but everything to besides that. that, I think we've handled properly. Well, that got
1: GA'd like the day before FaZe played their match, too. No, not the day before. That's what right. I, I did. did. I didn't no, I DMed, no, no, no. I DMed, uh, RJ, and he was like, "Yeah, we played our 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 last scrim was at like seven or whatever, whatever time he said the day before the tournament began, and we were like just stopped using ogs at that time. Cap. Like we agreed. So like, Cap. or maybe it was two days. Either way, it was like right before the tournament. Um, which it was is definitely crazy. a few days
4: before the tournament. Yeah, like a couple. They, everyone,
1: everyone else saying that's not true. So yeah. yeah. All right, I don't want to stretch out my time, but you're good, guys. bro. No problem. Appreciate it. Right. Are you sure? Are <laughs> you <thinking> <laughs> sure? <laughs> All right, get the next one in here, Ben. By the way, that was the guy who made the podcast theme song, bro. That guy's elite. Uh, he's cool. He had a good question. He's respectful. Let me find this uh, DM. Jake,
3: how you doing, brother? Yeah, I was good. I'm chilling. It's good, you bro. sound like show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's um, good, bro?
1: Jake, you're a regular, man. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you.
5: Uh, I want to ask Accuracy. Everybody loves to praise him for his leadership. So I want to ask, what makes a good leader? And what do you think makes you a good leader?
4: Um, well, that's a good question. God, like <laughs> He's that. so happy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think what makes a good leader is someone that can get everyone to be on the same page about what they need to do in-game. Like, during practice, get everyone on the same page on how to play these situations. And I think that that's, like, really important. And also, you know, make sure that there's, like, a... Like, a, every you hold everyone accountable. I think that's what's really important because once people start slacking off and you're not holding them accountable, then it could just spiral out downwards for your team. I think that's super, super important. And then... uh what makes me a good leader like to be honest I don't really like to like talk about that too much because I don't want to like I don't know talk to <laughs> like, really like sounds- trade secrets no 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 not, 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 no, not give a trade secret. it just sounds weird to like talk about yourself in that manner you know what I'm saying like it sounds weird to like gas myself up like that but um, I think that just the biggest thing is just always trying to push my teammates to be better uh, hold everyone accountable and try to perfect the game uh, and take the game very seriously in a way that I feel like most people don't take COD and I think that really helps the teams that I'm on.
3: All right. All right to add to this question, so me and you teamed, we would yell at each other nonstop, like, but it was always to get better, right? How important would you say it is to have teammates that you can actually just talk to, like, bluntly and say whatever you need to say? You know, play, like, just it's says what you're saying,
4: but it's always to get the team better. It's super rare, dude. I think, I think it's super, 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 super important because if you have to sugarcoat everything, then uh, it's just, you're not going to get the point across sometimes. Like, sometimes it is going to be cut and dry. Sometimes it is going to be blunt. And sometimes it is going to be uncomfortable. Like, you have to be, if you want to be the leader, if you want to be a leader on your team, you have to be okay with confrontation. You have to be okay with discomfort. And you have to be okay with having those uncomfortable conversations. And that uncomfortability is what's going to bring greatness out on the other end. And I think that's super important that people need to, like, get past that whole... Is just vibes and vibes and whatever. Like now, nah, like there needs to be some of that competitiveness, some of that like bluntness that's gonna bring change after the vibey way. That vibe play.
1: thing got big in like jetpack games, anyways. And then yeah. we just need the vibes because you really didn't like, like, have like to because A- you didn't even have to practice. <laughs> <laughs> show up and hit some shots. Yo, Jake, thank you for the question, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, Jake. Let's go, Ben. Drag the next one. Where's shout-out Illy at? <laughs> Yo, Alex, Alex here what's up, man? Where are you from?
5: Hey, what's good, bro? I'm from New Orleans. How y'all doing? Oh, doing what's good, good brother great, man? What's your question? I'm right. gonna go ahead and ask my question. All right, so y'all have been in the
4: COD scene for like quite a long time, pretty much like from the start, esports wise. It oh, was six, bro. Long and time. you've seen
5: that uh, the Optic slash Hector organization has been the most popular team throughout all these years. Obviously, that doesn't play into the, the factor of their skill. But we've seen that these players in that org have a sort of a a leg up compared to other players when it comes to like streaming, YouTube, uh, shit like that. Meaning uh, almost other players have to work harder to get online presence for themselves. Like we've seen Dashie like 1,500 subs in like 90s some shit like that. So my question is, uh, which one do you think is a bigger reason for that? The diehard old Optic fans that don't give the time of day to other players and teams or all the other orgs that don't publicize their brand and players like Hector does?
4: Um, I think it's a combination of yeah. I think it's a combination of both because you're definitely right. There's not a lot of players and other orgs that promote and pump out like really amazing content consistently and, you know, take advantage of all of that. And then there's also the fact that Optic Optic just like you said, has those biggest players. Like they had Nade, they had Scump, they had the dynasty that went through and, you know, dominated. So they gained all those fans uh early and they've been there for so long and so consistent with their competitive performance and the content and you know, their likability and all of that, that why would they need to become fans of other people when the fans they became fans of however long ago have been consistently great and producing good stuff for however many years. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah there's nothing to take away from, from Hector and what he's done. They've yeah, done, they've done the amazing. They've done, they've done something absolutely amazing. It's like, so, but when you say like other people haven't done it, it's because of the new guys that go to join that team. They just turn on their stream and all of a sudden they're just blessed. So when other people do it and they turn on their stream and they have thirty-five viewers, it's, it's a lot harder to get on the stream every day and like to build up a thing when you're like, I don't really need to do this. Well, here's and, the thing, bro. And build up a brand. And like these guys, because of something that Hector built and Nade shot and Scump, like these guys built this like a long time ago. They've earned that. And then I guess the rundown,
1: the runoff from that is they bless
3: other people that join that organization.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. trickle down juice. They yeah. did it at the right time. They saw like an opening. what Hector did and, and those guys and they they did it at the right time when other people weren't doing it. And now there's a ton of people p- creating content and stuff like that everywhere. Everybody is following the initial format that they were, you know, sort of the pioneers. In, and, you know, that fan base didn't leave. A lot of those guys grew with them and it just expanded, expanded as, you know, when you're exposed to more people, it's like a spider web. It's going to it's going to grow. So that's why they when you join them you're going to immediately see a bump because you're playing with scump who has millions of subscribers and formo is a huge star and underneath you know that hector bubble which is just massive because of what they did Um, other teams are trying to do it though they're putting out a ton of content it's just harder because there's so much content out there to be absorbed i mean like i i I thought rocker what they were doing was cool like their videos in the beginning but it's it's really hard bro like it's
4: it's tough the not as easy as it used to be yeah just the thing is that so far they've they've done it the best for the longest so it's only right that they have the most fans and yeah for other people to gain part of that fandom like gain some fans from them or whatever's going on like they're gonna to need to do something amazing. Also, they're gonna be needing people that come out and either dominate competitively or also be producing like amazing, amazing content that will get some of the fans on their side. Yeah, I mean, just think what they did. Like, they were a
1: sniping team that had a lot of subscribers, and that was the wave. And then a competitive team, like the first team to get a team house. It is just so much smart shit, bro. That shit, yeah. you can't even do some of those things now. But thank you for the question, yeah. Alex. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Yeah, no problem. Have a good night.
1: You too, too Ben. Uh, let's bring the next one in, Ben. I like that question. That was a good one. Some people might not yeah, understand why their teams can't get big. Yo, Ethan Wilson. Oh, he's out. Yo Ethan Wilson, what's up, dude?
2: How are you lads?
1: Great. How's That's your good, Wait, Is this shit's ass?
2: No, no, no. Oh, okay. What's your question? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, I'm just wondering like, given the enormous prize purse this year for champs whether or not there's a chance that will just go um, go rogue and break GAs come to the end of the tourney. Um, No,
4: I don't think anyone would do that. I think too many pros have way too much integrity. Yeah. And like, they value like, of course, everyone values money, but after someone works this long and this hard to gain the reputation and the respect of their peers and all the fans involved, uh, I don't think they want to throw that away for let's say like, yeah, 80 grand is a lot of money, bro, but if you're hated by all your peers or, like, you know, the fans, you're going to have a longer career, like, the next few years that you can make up that oh, money dude. if you would have won by we've it. We've had, GA or whatever.
1: Ethan, we've had champs before and GAs weren't broken unless the team, like, was, I don't know, there's been weird little instances, but for the most part, Nothing crazy Uh, like that has happened before. Exactly true. I mean, we saw the double grenade,
4: danger close, whatever. We saw danger close, but 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 that's that, that. The danger close, like that, is. Like whatever breaking GAs or whatnot, but also at the time like brother, they were playing Naga using a thermal LMG like yeah. GAs are off the table. I would just using, say I thermal LMGs versus that team. It doesn't matter. We've had champs before, and it it hasn't been a shit show. So
1: I would assume the same would happen this year. Like we'll, it'll be fine. Oh yeah,
3: how uh, how have you guys have the pros discuss, like the uh, the start kill cam glitch or whatever? Yeah, I
4: just, I just assume that. that everyone's gonna end up doing it. We need it a matters. patch for that. I don't know how to police that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're. I think we're just hoping that it's going to get patched. You know, we're just. We, okay. we raise okay, our boy. concerns. Because Lamar, when, when it comes it to it, passed. when it comes to it, and it's a 300
1: grand on the line, yo ass is pressing start.
2: <laughs> <laughs> real.
1: Like,
4: like, let's be real. <laughs> yo ass is pressing start. That's what so, I'm saying. So, like. Um, I mean, I truthfully think that there's no way from all the public outcry that's been gone on from us that the league can not get something out of Activision or Infinity works to get it fixed before champs. It's, there's just way too much on the line. Everyone made it about competitive integrity and this and that. Like They have to do something about it. If they don't, it'll be bad. So I'm assuming and I'm hoping, I put my faith in it, that they'll get it done. Wait, Lamar, so that, that start goes right we didn't talk about. That's why
1: certain people look like they had 99 awareness, right? That has to be it, 100%.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people were doing it. I think people were doing it. I think people weren't doing it. There's some people that were doing it. Some people that weren't doing it. This and that. Like, it is what it is. Were you, gonna you, you one, one, one of, of them? Was I one of them? <laughs> I didn't play at the tournament, bro.
3: Yeah, you did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, at the last tournament? Did you not? No. Was that the <laughs> one before? No, no, no. The one before. One before uh, that.
1: Damn. Too yeah, you man. to man. So fast, man. Get your facts right.
3: All bro. right, yo, yo, bad, yo,
1: Ethan. My make a question, bro. Take it easy, man. No worries. All right, Ben, let's get it, man. You would have used it, though, Lamar. Let's keep it a stack. <laughs> yeah, yo, man, that's great. Imagine knowing about that all season. like. Phew. They didn't, though. Those things never get kept secret very long.
5: Hey, what's up, man? Oh, shit. What's up, dude? What do you mean? Oh shit, bro! The only shit here is the league, bro. Oh, like, nah, I mean, nah, nah, nah. is this the legend? I could do no. I gotta be honest. I, I I saw the the MVP like like candidates, and I mean, Illy was not in there, so <laughs> I I just I don't know if I want to keep watching, bro. Like, this is stupid, bro. I mean, what? Huh? Okay. Um. So I got I got a question for um actually Mister Nameless because you you work with the the league, right? Yes. Um <laughs> So do you think like Grubhub is a good sponsor for the league? Because like every week we see like Mr. Chance with like the pizza and like I swear he eats nothing else. But like also like Grubhub, like there's always food on the stream and like you know, in between games, Tub no orders looking at the stream, right? And like he's already kind of dick, bro. So like do you think we really should have Grubhub? Because it's affecting his ability and like size matters, bro. Like Temp is like four foot ten and look at how good he is, bro. So like <laughs> Around, I'm saying. Bro. i
1: mean i do think grubhub is a great sponsor let's be honest i mean discounts on food I, I i don't see what's wrong with it being a sponsor why do you have a problem
5: with grubhub what's your issue with grubhub bro want to play search in the store like a pro here's some smd recount from the u.s air force <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dude i don't even know what to say, bro <laughs>
4: I, mean, I, <laughs> I do not
1: know what to say, dude. That <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't like, believe time and time again he comes in <laughs> and he delivers every time, bro. I don't understand. Guy's a beast. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's
2: the GOAT, bro. He's the goat. <laughs> Yo, Cruz, what's up, man? Where are you from? Yeah, how you guys doing? I'm from Washington State out here looking sad for the what's Seattle Surge, by up. the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, You're Surge fan?
1: Uh, <laughs> I think the fifth Your
2: honor, no further statements. All right, what's your question, dude? All right, so you guys know how subs basically just don't get playtime besides search tourneys, so those don't really count. I was thinking, like, why doesn't every team just get an academy team? And instead of hiring content creators and stuff like that, why don't we get five amateur players or bench pro players and make every single team have a playing academy team in the challengers division to kind of get more more use out of that 50000 that they're paying their their uh, subs. So you want them to pay... Five five people? <laughs> yeah, you want them to pay 250000 for people?
4: Yeah, that's a lot, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I think everyone comes just- <laughs> He's like, I oh, don't know um i think that it just costs too much money i mean i get what you're saying you know subs do the sub rules this year definitely were a little weird and they need to be reworked for next year but i just don't think the idea you propose is the solution because you can't just mandate the leagues have they put out way more money than they were expected to with just signing two subs or whatever now they have to pay five people 50 grand that's kind of hectic
1: yeah it's a lot and there yeah, has to be guaranteed might, minimums uh, for people. Who
4: yeah, are... no, there's solutions. There's solutions, but I just don't think that that is the
3: solution. Yeah, but yeah. there's definitely solutions. I mean, the obvious solution is let the subs play. There's no reason yeah. the subs should not be able to play.
1: And let's just, if and and if let's, he has to come yeah. to the pro team, it's
3: just it is
1: what it is. It is.
4: Smoke like you got to smoke. That is what it is.
2: Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. But thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, go to New York because Seattle's look like a little slow. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. How did you go from Washington to, to New York? Cause he bangs with us, bro. Hey, hey you got to travel east if you want to see a winning team. Yep. Yep. Come on. All right. Well, I guess.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Yo, Ben, was that it for
1: the Collins? Yeah, that's it right now. Let's go, man. That was a good episode, bro. We went for a while. It's two hours. Yeah, we cool. did go for all I mean that, that yeah. was fun it was cool. it was that was chillin'. super fun dude next week guys i announce it next week we have Slasher as the guest it's be oh, a oh, can't, can't wait, wait to tune to into that, that. brother Slash <laughs> brother Slash dude it's been a minute I can since finally he's ask him why he fucking fired me bro it's lit oh, oh, oh. <laughs> brother Liddy <laughs> Goat man he's got the flow going <laughs> team's looking a little bit better dude it can't wait to talk hat. to him Austin, when you get on here we need that you need the cheddar out bro the lettuce you got out have the flow up <laughs> but uh yo lamar thank you for coming on the show dude i think we had a, oh, a, a good conversation me. good time yeah, i think it was good too appreciate you having me on john thank you as well thank taking you of time all right uh thank you guys all for tuning in if you're watching on youtube make sure you leave a like and share it you know turn some notifications on if you're on your way to work hope you have a fantastic day at work you're listening on spotify itunes go ahead and leave a review please and thank you much love to you guys who come out each week um, and are in the chat and for those of you come into the call-ins every week appreciate you guys as well uh you guys have a fantastic evening or night i'm gonna host somebody and i'll see you guys next week peace guys